But I dance like a man. She a nice lady and she shaking the yams. Spent the whole summer trapping out the sedan. Marching with the bands, cause I think that I can. Hey, welcome to New Jump City, everybody. This is your host, Christian Espinal. And right beside me, as usual, is my boy, Joshua. What up, guys? Hi, friend. How are you? I'm all right. You just sitting here watching Smash Brothers? I was at first. (laughs) I had Smash Brothers before that. Uh, which one were you? Uh, who were you? What were you doing? Tournament type of deal? No, I would, somebody uh, posted a video on the forum and was like, "Oh, rate my skills and abilities." And it wasn't looking that great, but all right, rate it now. Rate it now. What is his? What is his skill? I wasn't even gonna bother. I just wanted to see. No, I, I, I want to know. <laughs> what are his skills? Was Out like, of one to ten, <laughs> the Sonic was very. Uh, like a six. Well, you heard it here. Oh, shit. That poor soul. Yeah. How's um, he going to recover? I mean, I think my nest is like a seven and a half, so it's not like I'm that much better. Wow. So but, humble. Uh, seven and a half. I got to tell you this. The, the, the niggas in the chat, in the forum, they going to rip him apart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, he's not that great. He could get a little better. It's yeah. all right. Anyways, my, it's not about Smash Brothers, guys, as much as I would yet. love to be. Uh, <laughs> this is New Trip City, and uh, that other voice you heard is my uh, brother slash interim producer, Edgelord Brian. I'm he is an edge lord. Do not let him convince you otherwise. Well, regardless, he's definitely Brian, our <laughs> part-time manager. And we appreciate also known as Big News Brian. Big uh, News <laughs> Brian. <laughs> We're uh, deciding on a on a nickname for him. So whichever you guys choose, uh, email us at uh, commerspod new uh, newjumpcitypod at gmail.com. Whatever gets me away from Edge Lord Brian. Uh, all I, feel, I feel I have a feeling that people will make the right choice, which is Edge Lord Brian. Um, you can, BNB. Let's get into some plurgs right away. We got a lot of shit to cover. We got a new series and jump. We got two world trigger chapters. We got three X books. Shit's gonna be popping this week. So uh, you can find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I also run a, a weekly show at No Fun Bar in the Lower East Side. If you're around at uh, nine o'clock, come through. Totally free. Me and my boy uh, Chris from Brooklyn of High Society Radio. We co-produce a show there, so come on by. If you're in New York. Yeah, if you're in, or tr- fucking fly here for it, you know? Just do it. <laughs> um, and uh, Josh, where can they find you, old friend? At JD Cole underscore 37 on Instagram. And Brian? You can find me at Twitter and Instagram at B-D-O-T-E-S-P. All right. Uh, like I said, email us at uh, newjumpcitypod at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on YouTube and Spotify if you prefer those also. Please do that. Uh, rate us high on iTunes. Uh, that will be super helpful for, for the pod. Uh, and without further ado, spoiler alerts ahead. Brian, randomize us. These nerds have been waiting for for two <laughs> weeks. World Trigger returns. Two months, two months, first of all. And yes, World Trigger has returned. Uh, and we are starting with uh, World Trigger chapter 188, Hughes part nine. Uh, last we left off, uh, Chica was about to unleash a massive meteor attack on everybody, blow everybody up. But uh, the sniper from Yuba squad sniped right through her giant meteor bullet and blew up the building. Luckily, 
Chica is like an OP beast, and she shielded everyone from the blast with her ultra shield. Uh, they they survive the wreckage. Uh, Osamu finds them and in, in the rubble, and they start to come up with an alternate plan. Uh, Chica immediately feels bad about what happened because she didn't shoot on time. Uh, but everybody's just trying to keep her focused, uh, keep her head in the game. Uh, Osamu tries to get you uh, Kuga to go after the sniper, but he doesn't know where the shot came from, so he is not going to do that. Um, so the alternate plan is to uh, to head for Husei, all three of them. And if the sniper shoots again and they and hopefully misses, uh, Kuga will break away and um, go for Husei while the rest of them will. I guess handle the fucking sniper. They'll conceal themselves and handle the sniper. Yeah, Hughes is in a real uh, sticky situation. Guys. Yeah, we cut back and Hughes is like a thousand on one. Everyone <laughs> else, um, he's he's already lost a foot and he's losing Tryon by the moment. Uh, luckily, he has like he's one of the higher Tryon reserves in, in Tamakoma too. So yeah, he's goodness. he's holding his own. Uh, he's a bulky bulky lord. Yeah, literally everyone is just like sponging Tryon attacks from <laughs> all directions. He's, he's yeah, uh, one of the guys actually say that yeah, he's he's a beast for lasting this long, even you know, even mm -hmm. like two minutes. Yeah, uh, they're it's fierce out there, man. Yeah, they're basically uh, the commentators mentioned that like Hughes is probably taking advantage of a mental uh, advantage that Hughes has. Uh, if Hughes got beaten right now, Ecoma Squad would have the advantage in that particular field. Yeah, numbers wise. So they're not in an extreme rush to get rid of uh, Hughes right now. But uh, OG mentions like, no, he, they're not trying to do that, uh, and he's not he's not intentionally play, uh, relying on that play. Uh, and then we find out Hughes's actual strategy. He puts his hand on the ground and he summons a ton of escudos from the fucking ground. Yeah, yeah to barricade himself. Yeah, and he shoots a bunch of random uh, bullets everywhere. He uh, just showers them. That shit looks... I like that. I was like, oh, that's just... <laughs> I'm mad he didn't catch nobody, man. These dudes are sharp with their shields, bro. These are the top fucking B-rank squads. Like, if that was me, I would have got smoked right there. <laughs> I would have... You think? I mean, I guess, like, if I was fighting every day, no, but... Yeah. Man, uh, just thinking about it, like, you, you pressuring somebody, all of a sudden he throws some shields up and then... Throws up a fucking party ball of bullets. <laughs> yeah, uh, Hughes uses Yikes. the opportunity to escape, and yeah, it was more a distraction. It was you know put pressure on everyone attacking. But he doesn't get very far because the mid range uh, shooters from uh, from Ikoma and Ninomiya squad uh, immediately catch up to him and start shooting him. I hope oh, he turns his sword smart. into some gu 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 gun. <laughs> no, for real, like they all clapping at him, and it's like they're smart too. That's the best part about World Trigger. Every time there's never been a stupid, ignorant fight where just something happened. Yeah. There's always, there's always reason, you know, and, and, and it's always entertaining. Anyway, I'm diverging. Listen. Yeah, eventually <laughs> uh, Yuba even catches up and starts uh, using his, like, his fucking quick trigger bullets. And uh, the other attacker also catches up. So he's really taken on fire. Yeah, uh, this is bad. his last moments. He's 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 got to make a play now or yeah. die in vain. And even fucking Ikoma's attacker starts attacking him from the side. Hughes is a fucking monster. Like, yeah, they you know they make a, they do something really nice and mention that um he's the reason he can kind of react to all of this pressure in the first place is because of the training um against Yuba Squad. Yeah. So. Yeah, he is a beast, but he's also had prior training that just so happens to work hand in hand in this situation. Yeah, but that's the, just kind of how it goes. It's I think it's just like the caliber and the amount of 
very strong people that he's fighting right it's now. It's only for so long. Without a foot and is losing Tryon because it, it's, yeah, I mean that's the point, yeah. right? Like I'm saying, like he's if it wasn't for them preparing for this for a situation against Yuba, he wouldn't have lasted at all. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just man. But then the bad news really like comes that. when Ikoma shows up with the whirlwind. Yeah, and uh, right when he's about to launch it, uh, Hughes apparently can summon Escudos from his feet with his feet, and he just like launches Ikoma into the sky. My favorite part about all these chapters is Ikoma has the same fucking face on, no matter what the situation. Dead ass. <laughs> he's got game the time. He's just like. Mm. <laughs> This that's all business right there. Yeah, he catapults him super far up, uh, right before he uses the whirlwind, and um, er- everybody's wondering if he's going to use the es- if he's going to take this opportunity to escape or kill Ikoma from the sky. Uh, and as he tries to escape, he re- he remembers that uh, Ikoma can fucking slice people in midair, <laughs> so he narrowly avoids uh, Ikoma's acrobatic whirlwind. You know, I'm going to mention this. That scene where he remembered what happened to Yuma, I don't think it was remembering he could... Because it's obvious he could launch his sword out in any direction he Mm -hmm. chooses. I think he knows that, like... I think that was just his intention to move, like, to get at... uh, Like, to... He's a good... He could read him. You know what I'm saying? Like, he anticipates. You know what I'm saying? He makes plays out there. So that was... If you ask me, that's how I interpret it. Yeah. That's the reason... Either way, it works, because... Yeah, that's the reason why he only lost a foot instead of getting chopped in fucking half. Yeah. Like, um, so now both like feet a are cheeseburger gone. or something. <laughs> and Ikoma falls to the ground, same face. So fucking funny. Mm. Um, Business time. Yeah. And he's sick. He ain't get that kill. You know that. Okay, so now Hughes is down two feet and a, and an arm. Uh, and he's using all of his might to just defend. He's And the, the first chapter ends. He's surrounded on all sides. And he's like his triumph party is starting to break apart. And uh, that's when we go to uh, chapter 189, if it ever decides to load. 189, Chika Amatori Part 8. Chika Amatori. And, um, yeah, obviously it takes place just now. Um, Ikoma, uh, Ninomiya squad gets word that uh, Hughes may be going after her, after uh, Ninomiya himself, because the direction he was jumping at initially was Ninomiya's direction. So Ninomiya... Yeah, for his foot got... Yeah, shapped off, shapped off, uh, and so Nino Mia and his uh, attacker both put on bagworms, and they are invisible on the radar to everybody else. <laughs> yeah, the niggas got low. They said, <laughs> "Yeah, they're <laughs> <laughs> all so smart, man." He's like, "Listen, um, I know you're not scared, but ain't no reason you shouldn't just cover yourself." He's he's coming for you, bro. Yeah, it's not even that. It was just like Hughes was going after you, so I'm not surprised if the rest of Tomokoma Two is gunning for you too. True that, true that. So, so yeah, keep your eyes peeled. They're like, I ah, so much information just from one move and this is like now comes the coolest part of the chapter to me uh he was uh, hughes is getting attacked on all sides you know yuba and uh and his attacker are all like shooting at him and then he uses his feet uh to summon another escudo the attacker takes notice it's like from below again and then all of a sudden she's hit by a fucking car yeah, a whole, a, a whole SUV, bang, just rammed into her. I think um, Yuba got hit, too. He got he got fucking nailed by a car. He, he dodged it. He dodged. He, he no, because there's really like quick. a dent here, so I think he got oh, hit a shit. little bit. Maybe he did. Yeah, you're right. I think he dodged it better than she did, because she is She got gone. pinned to the fucking wall, but somehow didn't... Try on bodies. Die, I guess. Try on bodies. They're, uh, they I have more so. uh, stamina and Oh, true. These are try on weapons yeah, not... that are... Tearing them apart in the first place, so I yeah. get it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, she gets nailed to a wall, and Yuba's like, "Shit, Obishima!" <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
you know, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, I'm right. <laughs> yeah, I'm right. That was crazy, though. Whoa. <laughs> uh, I like how she was thinking to her head, like, you know, oh, be prepared for any situation. Boom. <laughs> yeah, squab. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know this trick. He's going to use it from the, bl- from the, bam, bam, pinned to the wall. What happened to me? Uh, but uh, Ikoma has recovered and is about to unleash another whirlwind Kogetsu. And uh, that's when Hughes unleashes some bullets to attack. But it was a feint all along. He was just drawing, uh, drawing his fire so he could put on a shield. And uh, but the double twist is that uh, he finally uses his Viper bullets to circumvent uh, Ikoma's bullets and sh- just riddle him. He's yeah. Done. He just took off the. He's out. He's out of here, yo. He caught him, and they was. They were talking about this beforehand because uh, one of the girls from Tamakoma Squad One um, was, I guess, she's commentated and she was hinting like, "Yo, he got he got something up his sleeve, but what the fuck, man? He's about to get smoked. He's not. He's gonna die before even using it." And everyone, uh, you know, the smartest squads peep game. They know he's hiding something too, mm-hmm. so they're all just really anticipating it. And it makes total sense that out of everybody else, he took advantage of Ikoma. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because he's, he's just as strong as any of the other captains, in my opinion, Nino Mia included. Yeah, he's the only... I think he's the only... And he's only, the only one he could... Like, he's the most unprepared to get caught off guard. You well, know what I'm saying? I think he's the only other overall ranked high, uh, top 10 like attack, uh, agent in this battle. It's uh, Nino Mia, who's like the number one sh- no, shooter. He, no, uh, Izumi is actually. My bad. Oh yeah, yeah, he's he's top five though. Nino Mia is yeah. top five, absolutely. Ikoma is number six attacker, so mm, he's top ten. Yeah. yeah, he just got taken down. Uh, that was so smart. Then he tried to <laughs> he tried to take out his other team member, but he got saved by Brockling Head. I forgot his name. Yeah, Kai comes in <laughs> and is about to slice Husei's fucking head he off. He said, "No, my captain, I'll avenge you." And then. Uh, he said, I got some more for you, nigga. Hold it. Yeah. <laughs> he redirects the Viper bullets that didn't go straight into Ikoma's Eco- uh, esophagus. Yeah, the, 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 the excess bullets. Yeah. <laughs> because he didn't need much. <laughs> and none of them hit his shield. All of them <laughs> fucking eviscerated. Suffice him. it to say, not many people can actually do this particular thing with Viper. Only Nasu and I think Ninomiya can like program uh, Viper bullets as they go. Um, it's just really hard and impractical if you don't have a type of talent for it. Well, Viper, just, yeah, the Viper bullets are specifically uh, pro- pre-programmed bullet pads, so they only go a specific way, and only a select few of uh, agents can actually redirect them at will. Oh, okay. I thought what you was trying to say is that the way Viper works is that he literally sent this whole situation, like he sent them after him, and then even after hitting him, he sent some to come back, like knowing, like ahead no. of time, like I'm gonna send some bullets back to cover me just in case too. Well, the, so I you're think saying these were he did it, bullets. he did it, and did that by will. And you're saying that ability to do it by will, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think they're saying that it's a like specific thing Not, that only certain people no, do, they like did. a like uh, a KK game. It's in the past. In the past, they. Mentioned. I think it's just an extreme talent that only certain yeah, people yeah, have worked hard enough to do. That's what I meant. Not that, like. No, yeah, that's what I meant. Okay, my bad, my bad. Some yeah. not many people are skilled enough to, uh, at will predetermine like just control a viper or just path as it goes. Yeah, for, but we're not sure in no. what way it's difficult. Whether you need the the amount of try on to make the extra push, or it's just a matter of practice. It's but just a matter sh- of practice. Practice, and right. I think like Hughes just has a natural skill with because his black trigger. Yeah, his is yeah, a bullet his, exactly. Thing, it, anyway. It's literally like that. He had, it, you know, probably a little bit more control. So it's. Yeah, so he's used to working with more complex weapons anyway. Anyway, makes just, total sense. Yeah, and the only characters yeah. confirmed to be able to do this are Ikoma, uh, not Ikoma, um, Ninomiya and Nasu. 
I think not even Izumi can do it. But Izumi with the girl that had the gooey ones, right? No, Izumi the is, the, uh, is the number one shooter. He's the guy on oh. uh, the, on Tachikawa squad. So who's the chick? You know what I'm talking uh, about? She's, uh, she's super nice. Isn't she, isn't she the number one? No, no she's, yeah, she's top no, five. She's uh, the third ranked? You know, the ones that have I know the, the, groupy, the groupy looking bullets. I know yeah, exactly what you mean. I'm just yeah. like forgetting. It's been a while for World Trigger to remember yeah. all this shit. And I'll spend as much time as anyway. I fucking want on World Trigger, guys. <laughs> I don't care what y'all say. Yeah, no, this is fine. Um, World Trigger, we're World Trigger, anyway. gang. <laughs> so, uh, so he's protected by Bro- Broccoli Head, like Josh said. Yeah, he redirected the bullets, did this cool fancy thing, but Broccoli Head, you know, defended his his homie. He wasn't gonna let two of his teammates drop within a matter of seconds. <laughs> and Kai delivers the final blow, bailing out both Ikoma and Husei. <laughs> it's very sad. Yes, he went on like a thug, though. He took out the captain, and although he's essentially captain level himself. It was a fair trade. Yeah. And they still got Cougar. Yeah, they took down None of these niggas is seeing Cougar. <laughs> yeah. um, None of them. So Yuba pulls up against uh, Broccoli Head from Ikoma Squad. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And got, eliminates him immediately. Him. Yeah, because they explained as they said, as soon as Husei drops, like all the other dominoes are going to start dropping right out there, like boom. Because they said, get ready for round two. As soon as they took him out, your man Yuba pulled up. And Broccoli Head is like, uh, oh, <laughs> shit! And yeah. then he and then he senses the other dude from behind, and he's oh, like, "Yeah, yeah I forgot GG. about that." <laughs> Who else was back there? Oh, the dude from Nino Mia Squad, the gunner. Oh yeah, the gunner from the gunner from Nino Mia Squad comes and completes the pincer with you, with the Yuba Squad captain, and you know, literally, Broccoli had himself yeah. says, "GG." Yeah, um, <laughs> he tries they, to shoot. Here's the enough. crazy part: they both shoot at the same time, but Ikoma's bullet gets there first because it's quick draw. So Yuba. fucking real. Yuba's. Did I say Yuma? Yuba. You said Ikoma. Oh, it's okay. I'm sorry. Yuba. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. but yeah, so Yuba was able to get the point. <laughs> and the funny it's thing is, the, 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 the dude from uh, Nino Mia Squad, the gunner, he's not even mad. He's just like, yeah. <laughs> at least he's out of here. Yeah. Uh, so three agents all gone at once. Uh, everybody has a point except for Nino Mia Squad. Aha. Uh, uh-huh. Fucked up. <laughs> I uh, hate these niggas. I have a yo. feeling that's going to change really, really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> yo, I want Osamu to take him out so <laughs> bad. Yo, you have no idea, man. He's talking about a uh, blonde gunner from Nino Mia Yeah, Squad. the nigga that chased him around and was talking shit. Remember that? <laughs> remember on the snowy fight? Yo, yeah, I, I know you the snowy remember. Fight. I will never Fuck forget. you. <laughs> I don't even remember your name. You're just Goldie Shooter Boy with your whack ass tuxedo. <laughs> Fuck out of here. This tuxedo's pretty rad. Yeah, they are. They're they, clean. Yo, this They're suits clean as shit. They have me on record on this podcast saying that it's clean. Nino Mia so Squad is qu- clean as friend. fuck, dude. Um, back to uh, the human world. Uh, Hughes, is, <laughs> Hughes is waking up and he's like, L. <laughs> he uh, and, uh, but, it, you know, he's not um, he's not down yet. He could still advise from the uh, operation room. Um and uh, he, Chica's like already in her head. She can't really escape it. And then she hears Hughes' voice. He's like, hey, I'm dead. So now it's up to you to protect Osamu and Yuma. Let's get it, Chica. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> and that's what that chapter No, I'm, I'm sorry, bro. I'm going to do. I want to do World Trigger justice. Let's put it properly for them. Right? Well, but so, this is just where the chapter ends. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. I wanted to explain in detail how, you know, she got nervous because of what he said beforehand. Right. From. Prior, before she made the commitment to be a shooter and, and hit people, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This was something he said that triggered that response. So she was starting to get nervous again, but then he came back and radioed her and said, Listen, are you listening to me? You don't got time to, to fret and worry. You got to protect your teammates. 
And we're going to see how this goes. No time Next for month. soft. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I have a feeling this is going to be a, a match that ends with um, Osuma like clutching it out. Osamu versus Osamu. somebody, right? Yeah, I have a feeling I, I had this gonna weird feeling too, it. man. Nah, dude. I had this feeling with the... You know what? I thought that in the mall one... They was going to throw that to Osamu, but not like a, oh, he developed her and earned a new skill, but more of like a, I'm more confident in what I can and can't do. Maybe they'll do that in this one. I don't know. It's looking like this is about to be, I think Chica's going to wow the fuck out. Yeah, I think, that, yeah, I, I think this I is think, Chica's I think match. that might, yeah, man. I, I feel you. I, I, I agree with you because I felt that with the other yeah. one, but I don't know, man. I, I think, know, I, I'm pretty sure that it, I it's think either going to be, blah, 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 like, and you know what yeah. those shots are, not leads. Mm-hmm. Big yeah. cannons. I, I'll tell you this. I Well, just because this is a Chica-centric match doesn't mean that everybody else isn't going to get their shine. There's no yeah. way Yuma's going to go through this match without cutting people's fucking heads yeah. in half. But I feel like the emphasis on Yuma isn't going to be that big yeah. on this one either. Like, I it's, mean, it's mostly going to be Osamu and Chica, I'd say. Yeah, like, that's, I would say so too. Time. This isn't... I mean, Yuma Kuga's going to hold it down. Period. Because we already know what Kuga's capable of. He, Kuga is a... He's going to cut your toes off <laughs> yeah, and send, you, and send you back to the human world. Yeah, Kuga's going to be like that clutch player, but he will always be kind of the MVP of Tamakoma too. But He's the ace. Yeah, he's the Unequi- ace. Unequivocally. And, and your boy, he, and yeah. yeah anyway. But, you know, yeah. but it'll be cool to see Chica become a dope-ass sniper, do some sniper shit. Man, I fucking love World Trigger. Oh, yeah. my God. It's good to have it back. Uh, this is the last couple chapters of the year. So we'll see it again yeah. in January. Oh, man, it made me so happy covering this, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, we don't have to tell you guys. It's a fucking joy whenever we cover this here. We're always so happy when it comes out. And this is such a fucking fun series that nobody knows about. Uh, it's, it's, it feels like a, like a little best-kept secret between all of us. <laughs> yeah. But everybody should know this. And uh, if you haven't read it by now, man, get, on your, get off your ass. Do it. It's fucking great. Uh, but, um, yeah, join the fun, guys. I might just reread World Trigger just to have You should. I think I am. Yeah. It's that good. Well, the entire <laughs> series good. is up on Shonen Jump's app. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can do that anytime. Yeah, I um, got to catch up on Demon Slayer first. Though. Me too. I'm also catching up on Jujutsu Kaisen. It's um, okay. Oh, I need... I think that's better than Demon Slayer, man. We'll see because... Yeah, I mean, we'll is good. Here's, and we'll talk about well, it. Well, we should have probably announced this when we were doing plugs, but I'd like to bring the idea to you guys. Promise Neverland is coming to the end. It's it's almost there, so we'll need another series to cover. Uh, soon on our Twitter, I'm going to put up a poll of the different series that are remaining in Jump, and you guys can decide what we cover next. What would you guys like to hear us talk about? Uh, Dragon Ball Super. Yeah, why not? Yeah, we'll see. Okay. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, that's what we're going to do. Uh, we, Me and Josh has been reading all this stuff. Yeah, so when the, the time series. comes, we'll we'll be prepared. Uh, but with that being said, let's move on. Batumanu. Ooh, Batumanu. <laughs> Batman. Uh, let me. This was. If there was, if there was a book I should have read. A second time, it was this one. I actually read it a second time. Thank God. All right, uh, all right. It was good. I'm not. I'm not trying to say. I don't know how you feel about it. I love these type of. I love these things. Sometimes when Tom I like King it, does yeah. it this way, I love it. Yeah, it's a great. It's a really good issue. It took a second. He put, piece, he put more pieces together. Yeah, he, he just did. he did this. Uh, it, this is a flashback issue essentially. Yes, it is. And he does the flashback backwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, hey, you... it's confusing. 
Go ahead. It, I, it took me a second read to the understand. Very end. We got. I want to run. I want to. All right. So the issue starts with Batman and uh, Thomas just about to square up. Thomas just punches Bruce in the face and he just takes it like a fucking. Be. I guess it was just like your move. <laughs> After Batman talked so much shit, he was like, "For Alfred, what?" But his dad is old. I think he was like, "I'm not gonna punch you, Dad. You gonna make that move? Either you're gonna fucking give up or hit me, and we're gonna get this shit popping." That's dumb. That, it is. I'm just trying to give some type of. Yeah. Isn't that how it, like it works in school? It's like, no, you hit me first. <laughs> oh. So that he doesn't get suspended at yeah. the end of the fight. This is... In any case, he punches him, and that apparently, we we start the flashback. Uh, the first, this is a lot of jumping around in time, and I think it does go backwards. Oh, yeah, you're right. Because the first flashback we see is uh, Thomas climbing out of the pit, and, uh, you know, after he defeats Batman in the super Lazarus pit. And uh, then after that is when he goes to Bane for the first time and says, I will help you. Um, then the, before, then we go even further back with, uh, the Joker's whole stint with Catwoman. Yo, do you, I'm sorry. I know I said I'd save my thoughts, but you got to understand, like for me, bro, each with each of these stories that he referenced, like the older arcs. Yeah. It's like as good as those chapters were, it's like they was missing something. Like you knew they was telling a story and it was just kind of like you have faith in the background and the, what in the build, mm-hmm. you know? Cause this was... It it was a very lighthearted chapter, but it had such huge implications. And now they're kind of validating it even further with saying, yeah, this was... Well, this is basically tracking Thomas's yeah. history throughout this whole arc, uh, essentially, from the button till now. Because this is where Thomas came in, is the button crossover event with him. That's when Thomas Flash. came into the... This story, yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, so it's basically tracking where has he been through all these other arcs in Batman... Uh, <laughs> you going back to where? No, I just wanted to. Bane was also naked yet. in the other one. <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> just uh, completely he was like, naked. You want to help me? Yeah. Break your son? And he's like, and yes. He's like, yeah, the lines of how I'm talking about. You ain't gonna kill him, bro. We just gonna. Just, <laughs> he's bum ass naked, sitting on a on a on a throne of skulls, which is not good. It's not good for you. Yeah, it's, it's I don't care sanitary. what you say. Um, he's. Uh, we cut back to even earlier uh, to all the various to I guess Catwoman stealing her wedding dress and hanging out with uh, Clark and Lois mm-hmm. and then to the proposal where he was actually watching them this whole time. So the proposal happened after the button. I didn't know that. Yes, it did. Okay. Shortly after. That helped my happen chronology after. out. S- okay. This okay. is where it gets weird because I don't remember weird. far. It's only because of my memory is failing me because right. I don't remember this far back into this Batman run. It's been very long. Um, but uh, apparently uh, an alternate reverse flash in this whole, the button, the main villain of the button story arc was the reverse flash. He was killed by Thomas Wayne, but this other reverse flash from I, the past. <laughs> he's unkillable. Remember, that's what they said in yeah. the button. Basically, he's just, he's a time person. Like he's, you kill him now, he's still alive in the past. And, and in the past, he went shit. to the future. So guess what? He's still here. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. He can't die because he's a fucking continuity weirdo. In any case, he saves Thomas Wayne. And he's like, well, you left me in this universe. Um, he's like, yeah, so make you suffer. Fuck you. Ah, I'm out. And he bounced like Skeletor in the meme. Yeah, he goes earlier back uh, to where he gets left behind in the Flashpoint uh, universe as it's being destroyed. But then we've cut further back. And I guess... 
that universe wasn't destroyed. I'm a little confused. This part is the most confusing part to me. I'm not really sure how that fits in the timeline. But in any case, he wasn't. He wasn't because it's going behind. This was. This was after him surviving what he thought mm-hmm. was supposed to be the demise this the of his universe. After this yeah, is the, the end button, of the button, right? This is I. I'm, this is the end of the flashpoint, and he was still kept alive. And he was like, "Why? Why didn't the universe?" And you remember, because Doctor Manhattan, for some why? reason, uh, <laughs> you know what, bro? Doctor Manhattan still didn't explain the shit with Batman. He won't. But it's oh, <laughs> what? I bet. Oh, we'll see. Doomsday Whoa, Clock. Oh no, I guess you could just sweep it under the rug because Manhattan did that to all the main villains. Doomsday he took Clocks. away Jay Garrett. <laughs> he removed the Blue Lantern and White Lantern rings. He fucked up Batman's father. He, um, he he fucked up Damascara or something dude. like that, right? He he just signed with Wonder Woman too. Yeah, he just fucked. He did, he, he affected all of the major superheroes in, in one way or another. It ends this month. But Superman's the main one. Yes, so it does. Eventually, we'll get it. We'll Maybe get next week, the... probably. Um, but anyway, then we go back earlier to Bruce uh, to Thomas Wayne just chilling in Kid Bruce's from his universe's bed, uh, talking about how his mom killed himself because in this universe, his mom is the Joker. Uh, yeah, the Flashpoint universe is sad. <laughs> um, then we go back even earlier to when Catwoman was killed by uh, Martha Joker, and uh, then we Why? go back even earlier because and with uh, Catwoman and Thomas Wayne fighting crime in the Flashpoint universe. Then we go back even further so uh, to when they met, and uh, Batman decides not to kill this Catwoman from his Flashpoint universe. And we go back even further to when he killed everybody in Gotham, all the bad guys in Gotham. Then we go back even further to when he kills oh my Penguin. God. Every Penguin's, Penguin's the first person that dies? <laughs> yeah, Penguin's the first person he smokes. And then uh, we go back even further to when Alfred is killed by Martha Joker. And then we and go she back. sits in the chair watching him because he doesn't understand how just how far into darkness she's gone. <laughs> into darkness! <laughs> um, then we go back even further to where... Uh, G- Thomas Wayne kills Joe Chill, the killer of the Bruce Wayne of the Flashpoint universe. And we go back even further to where Thomas is trying to save Kid Bruce Wayne, but he dies. And then we go back even further to him tucking in Kid Bruce into bed while he's still alive. And he's promising to protect him from all pain and all that stuff. And it's wow. basically a big explanation for his motivation. It all makes sense, and it's really nice. I guess it's a really good uh, flashback as to how Plus, Thomas. how he was smart enough to use Catwoman. Just. Knowing that Catwoman was a good catalyst because, he, like father, like son. Yeah, sick. he also met her. It you know? it, yeah. She was very similar to him in his universe, too. So he knew that she would be important to him here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, exactly, exactly. And then we cut back to now, where he's knocked out his son. <laughs> and he's like, stop, please. That's it. I won. That's it. We did it. I did this for you so you wouldn't have to be Batman anymore. Take Selena. Go be happy. And that's where the issue ends. Yeah, right? I mean, <laughs> the next issue is the last issue. of. are like, Dad, uh, why don't you just help me and, and stop killing people? <laughs> if you could be Batman like half the week and I could be a regular dad to my son and have a wife, then yeah, but you kill people, Dad. It's your fucking fault. I can't be, I can't relax. What <laughs> the fuck? Yeah. I mean, also. That's what I would like, say. <laughs> it's not that Batman like it's like a job for him. He wants to be Batman. Well, it's that's not- the whole thesis of this uh, of this whole uh, run by Tom King is answering the question can you be Batman and also happy? Uh 
it's a big philosophical thing with Batman that the idea that Batman has to be a miserable fuck in order to be Batman. So at the end of this all, they're either going to be together and happy or not together and he'll still be I'm Batman. Uh, this is going to end with him still Batman. No, because I don't know. He uh, Tom King has cut his run short because he's writing the New Gods movie, um, which is interesting. I guess he movie? wrote. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're the doing mis- a movie for New Gods? Yeah. I guess. I mean, Dark Seed's gonna DC's, be DC's doing some weird stuff with their movies. Um, it's yeah. kind of interesting. But in any case, that's uh, that's neither here nor there. When this story ends, it's going to be continued later in a 12-issue maxi series with Batman and Catwoman. And there we'll f- see the real end of what he intended this to be. But uh, overall, this was a pretty good issue. Uh, I liked it a lot. It took me a couple reads just because I was like, what is happening? Where, why are we... Why is Thomas hanging out with Catwoman? And then uh, I had to read it a second time to put it all together in my brain. Yeah, he, she's essentially hostage. <laughs> I mean, it's backwards in time flashback. He just did a reverse order flashback for some reason. Uh, but, uh, you know, this has been great. I'm not mad at it at all. And the art is nice. Uh, he's used to Oh, you're before. like, why is Catwoman with him? Oh, you mean like in the adventures? Like, what the fuck? Selena? Selena, what the fuck? That's the enemy. You're hanging out with my dad, uh, but in any case, that's uh, that's been Batman. You want to say anything about it? No, I put my thoughts out already. I couldn't hold it down. Great issue, uh, Brian. Randomize us. Samurai Eight. Ooh. Samurai Chapter Twenty Nine. Oh, hey, was that an excited sad ooh? ass chapter? Was that an excited ooh from Christian no. for Summer 8? <laughs> no. I'm, I'm going to tell you guys this right now. Regardless of what Chris or anybody else on this planet thinks, this was a heart-wrenching chapter, and I have more of a connection to this character now. Yeah. Uh, this I is, don't know how you feel, bro. I bet this is so, I didn't like, hate cliche. It. No, I didn't that, hate uh, it at all. Uh, this is chapter 29, Yoshi, Yoshitsune's Calling. Uh, we basic, This is basically a, a Kotsugeka flashback. Uh, he's just learned that Ben fucked his life over a long time ago, and we're getting the deets on it. Uh, Dharma turns back into his cat form as uh, Ben tries to escape, and uh, he turns to uh, Hachimaru, and he's like, open your head! And <laughs> Hachimaru does so, and I guess he downloads some stuff into him. Uh, I don't know. His memories, I guess? Yeah. Into his brain, so, so he could know his his. Oh, the, yeah. the the main point is to, is to, to teach his him his style. style, yeah, so he could fight him better because Hachimaru would have zero chance against someone this gangster. Yeah, and Dharma that. has to be like, <laughs> I'm going back into airplane mode. It's a, I'm giving you the best chance you got. Wait, Go so, and get him, and Hachimaru's so, like, Oh, all right, <laughs> oh shit, so, right now, this now, this is where. <laughs> No so does that explain how he learned so fast then if they could just, you know, download experience or some shit? No. Are you asking me or, or just, Christian? Just we a have general two question. completely different opinions. Just on the a general matter. question I'm throwing. I, I would hope not because then that doesn't leave a lot of room for actual development. Uh, I hope that's not the case. That they could just download each other's knowledge into each other like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that simple way, uh, at least like fighting techniques and things like that. Yeah. Memories, I understand. Uh, you know, getting Ben's memories just so you can know his style, and I guess how he fights. Yeah, tendencies you can make reads and yeah, like that. Not, not get caught off guard by anything. Yeah, not like specifically how to fight. Yeah, 
turns it it turns it into a more even matchup, kind of like when you have like a rivalry game in the NFL. Even if you have like a really bad team versus one of the best teams in the NFL, it's always rough in the in the, like for divisional games because mm-hmm. you're playing a team that you, that knows you. Yeah, it also helps that he's just a torso. Yeah, but hold on. <laughs> what I wanted, to, what I was, my version is, um, no, I don't think they download fighting abilities per se. Whereas I think there's still a, a degree of training that, that that is involved, even if they was to download a style, they still got to fight and get a feel with it with their body. You know, they're not that much robots, right? Okay. But, um, fuck, I forgot what I was even saying before. Mm-hmm. Whatevs. Uh, well, <laughs> anyway, if you, if you come up with it, let me know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Dharma goes into airplane mode. He's like, I gotta sleep because this is just what I do whenever I'm fighting anybody. I just immediately lose. Oh, <laughs> as far as how Hachimaru got to him being as good as he is now, which is not that great, but not a novice like we would Pretty expect. Pretty great, apparently. So because he played that virtual reality fighting game, so he understands combat. And, you know, the the movements he knows because it's virtual reality, he's getting used to his robot body. Yeah, but he can fight. It's he like, was the best fighter in the in that game. It's like how I'm at least as good as Andy Dalton because I play Madden sometimes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's not the I'm same. at least as good as Andy no. Dalton. No. <laughs> the the correct thing would be you if you were one of the best and if you were the best Madden player, you could realistically be a decent coach in the NFL, if you ask me. No. Just from an X's and O's standpoint, from understanding plays and stuff. You could be a coordinator. Christian, Maybe the quarterback. not a. No, not a quarterback. I'm talking. Bengals, I'm here for you. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> Come and get me. They you need, need everything. You need all the things. Um, but anyway, back to the samurai story. Um, they revealed that uh, every samurai that's fallen in this battle planet has their keys has gone to Ben, and that's why he has so many fucking keys. Um, and he can also like bring them back. He can use their keys to summon their zombie warrior bodies, or, like under his control. Yeah, for all intents and purposes. And uh, Kotsuka goes, he's like, "Hey, please show me the day of the seppuku ri- ritual. Play back Ben's memories of what happened." And Hachimaru opens his head, and just his he's key like, is oh, also right. a projector. <laughs> I like that. I think I, I like I'm, that little stuff. I'm not mad at it, but some, goofy, I will bro. never get over how goofy the fucking opening of the head. Looks. Yeah, right. But I think that's charming. I like. That, I don't actually. hate it. I'm just yeah. saying it's a goofy moment. And I'm just like it's so dumb. He looks of. like he's sick of it. <laughs> like, he looks like he's done. Kind of like when you see the try-on bodies get, like, their arms get cut off and you see the, the little the stuff little leaking gas. out. Like, You're like, hey, <laughs> that's what, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> he, uh, okay, so we get a full-ass flashback because <laughs> Kishimoto created characters who can now project flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> I never thought about that. Why narratively You're go into a, a flashback where I can just store flashbacks in people's heads like a fucking Uf- USB drive? I like how you could tell the difference between a flashback now with, because it's rounded panels instead of sharp panels. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so we go. Yeah, I like that. That's a nice little touch. Yeah. I no mean, cap. I, I think Yeah, that's usually cool. it's just yeah. black borders to indicate a flashback. Yeah, panels. right. Yeah, that, I, I've noticed that as well. Um, all right. So we the very first thing we see is uh, Kotsuka getting uh, tested for samurai genes. Uh, they take a sample of his blood. Oh, man. And um, Ben is right next to uh, his dad being like, what do you think of his of my son? Do you think he could do it? Oh, no, I, I don't think. He, oh, he doesn't ask Ben that. But Ben is right beside no, him well, as he's learning that. I don't think he's 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 got what it takes to be samurai. And Ben's like, yeah. 
Nah, he... Well, the funny thing is that Ben, you know, he he tells him. He's like, bro, like, your son's going to be a great samurai. He holds the family name, man. Don't even stress it. So I was like, oh, wow. That was really supportive for someone that's about to fucking murder him. Like, No, that's not Ben. Ben doesn't say that. That wasn't Ben? The Sanda, this guy, I think... Uh, that's not Ben right oh, no, there? No, wait, it is Ben. Yeah. Is, I thought his name was Ben. Why is he calling him Sanda? Sanda is the... Ben Sanda. Oh. Oh, no. God damn it. I read this wrong. My bad. Okay, so Sanda is... Uh, wait, Ben, what do you think of my son, comma, Sanda? Sanda it's, is the kid's name. I thought his name was Kotsugut, man. Mi- no, he changed his name, remember? Okay. Under, cu- okay, what do you think of what? my son, S- Sanda... Oh, yeah, no, he's only... Okay, so Ben is like, yeah, he's going to be great. Yeah, know? that's funny. I was just like, he didn't even say nothing sly, like, to try to plant that seed in his head. Like, I don't know, he might not He might yeah. not have what it takes. He doesn't. He's like, nah, yo, you got nothing to worry about, man. Yeah. Don't even stress it. That's, he's like, like <laughs> yeah, right? I'm like, wow, that was, a, that was really nice for someone like you, man. <laughs> what a slick character. <laughs> right? <laughs> Like, jeez. Um, like, did you just decide to betray him after this? Like, hmm, maybe I could take advantage of him. Like, he sounded like he was a good guy right here. That's what I'm trying to... Yeah. Anyway. Um. So, <laughs> apparently... Apparently, the long and short of it is that uh, mm-hmm. Ben switched out the blood samples that were taken from Kotsuga, and it uh, turns out Kotsuga might actually be worthy of being a samurai. Yeah, more likely than not, because it's a bloodline type of thing. Yeah. So... But uh, his dad was told that he, he can't be a samurai. Yeah, but the important part is that Kotsuga or Sanda, which is his actual name, right? Sanda? Sanda? Whatever. Sanda, mm-hmm. yeah. He was listening to them. So he heard that, you know, he's not, that he only has a below 2% chance or something like that to, right. to succeed. Basically, he knows that he's, he can't be a samurai. That's what he thinks. Also, yeah. there's two flashbacks going on at the same time. Yeah, this, I mean, it's just a flashback of him remembering that he's being told that he can't be a samurai. And that's yeah. when we get more flashback of Ben being like, fuck what the blood tests, <laughs> blood tests say. We we should give it a try anyway. And uh, his dad is just a crazy man, so he's like, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. No, wait, hold on. See, he's talking to Ben, and he's like, don't even worry about it. But it's weird, because why would you swap it and then... What? He's, no, he's, he's manipulating. Listen, yeah, he's manipulating the scene so that when to make him scared of yeah. So well, he didn't. Ben knew that the kid, but how did he know that he overheard the situation? I don't know, man. Who? It's kind of weird, man. But one okay, way look, or look, the look, other, this is just what happens. He manipulates uh, Master Yoshitsune to um, to go through with the samurai ritual anyway, and stab him regardless. And you know, Sanda is scared. Kotsuga. Sanda is scared because he heard. He's like, no, you're going to kill me, dad. And he's like, and his dad is like, like, stop being scared, man. Trust me. You can do this. And his mom jumps in the way because, you know, she knows that he can't and she be. Gets she thinks killed. he can't be a samurai. He, well, she gets stabbed and we think it's fatal, but it's not. Right? No. Oh, you're. I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so right? she gets she gets cut. I thought she dies here, but she doesn't. Uh, she gets cut. She survives that cut. I. Sanda attacks his father, you know, because he thinks he cut, he, because he cut his mom. Yeah. And uh, Ben is like holding up uh, his mom is like, and she's like, please stop him, Ben. He's going to do crazy shit to He's my son. He's going to kill my son. I'm, I'll Don't be worry okay. about it's me. I'm fine. Right. And then Ben just stabs her even more and is like, now you're dead. <laughs> He's like, oh, you didn't get 
stabbed in the heart. Yeah. Mm, let me kill you. And uh, yeah, she, so he's dead. Uh, she's dead for sure. Oh my gosh, this was so crazy, man. And then, uh, for whatever reason, I guess because of his fucking no, dick, no, no, fuck dick you, man. Uh, can I? Can I? Can I? Wait, 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 this wait from for you, his because you're being a I know what it is. Prick right now. Damn. Oh, damn. <laughs> I have th- I have good thoughts about this. How's he just like ah well for whatever? No, there's not whatever reason. He turns he- into a locker ball. Because he is no longer worthy of being a samurai by the warrior god. Because that's what happens. And then... This this sheds light on the then, samurai situation. Can you let me finish I'm the sorry. goddamn thing? Damn. He pulls out the... Uh, ben pulls out the spine. He's like, ah, now I will take his key. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much what happens. Uh, that's where the flashback ends. And Kotsuka's like, no, I'm not... I'm in no position to ask this of you, but lend me your strength so I can defeat this guy. And uh, the other samurai is like, you you betray us, and now you wanna now you're just begging like like a coward. That's not what samurai do. But Hachimaru's like, if you ask me, touching your head to the ground, an abject apology for what you've done is the most like a samurai you could be. This is the only part of the comic that I had a problem with. <laughs> I, I had, I'm a samurai too, then, huh? I had problems <laughs> with no parts of this. I thought this was a good chapter. I mean, when was the last time you? Gotten down on your knees and touched your head to the ground to apologize. And I haven't done <laughs> all of that, but I well apologized deeply before to the point that it was like humiliating. But I knew I I screwed up. You know. What well, I'm that's the thing is that uh, samurais are all about humility, and um, in in the culture that samurais are come up coming up in, uh, humility is like at the most extreme. So when they fuck up, they go this hard. You know, and yeah. this is a very samurai-like thing. Uh, this flashback is cool. Uh, this is uh, the Kishimoto magic we've been waiting for. A good, a good flashback. Uh, yeah, uh, a good enough one. Anyway, oh, he. What I learned from this situation about samurais is that um, there's not like a clear-cut situation. I, I guess we knew this already. It's a state of mind. Once you get to the point where you feel that you are not a samurai, you revert back into the locker ball and you're dead pretty much <laughs> it's it's a it's a lot about uh confidence samurais um yeah you have to be able to decide like dharma says you have to be able to make decisions for yourself you need to be confident in your abilities but you also need to have a humble head about you you need to be able to admit when you fucked up shit like that you know it's just basically being an honorable dude just being a stand-up person that's why someone like Ada could remain a samurai and not turn into a locker ball because even though he's subjectively evil, he's still confident and just, and he feels he's just and he's doing what needs to be done. So, yeah, you know, clarity. But uh, really good chapter as it pertains to this issue. This is this is good. Um, there's uh, there's even more of a reason to make Ben. Ben is a more compelling villain because of this. Yeah. He's not just some dickhead who's like, <laughs> I mean, I'm after your samurai keys and money. Uh, By the way, like whenever Samurai Eight does these like character backstories and stuff like that, it's always the best part of the of the manga. Like when uh, the last flashback with the with the other girl, that flashback was was so interesting. And then you get into this one, and it's like just as good. I'm like, why doesn't he do more? Like, well, it's not like why doesn't he do more of this? It's like that's clearly shows like the the Miyamoto part of this manga. Well, Kishimoto is like. I mean, Best Kishimoto, one. Kishimoto is good at character work, you know, is that you know, I, I'm glad that he's coming back to 
his roots, I feel. This is just going back to where he came from. Uh, Samurai 8 was front-loaded with a lot of lore that I feel like could have been spaced over time. And this was this stuff is more important than, I think, than the lore in general. Uh, so Yeah, lore, like, you know, series like One Piece is able to just give you the lore as you go on, and you're mm-hmm. just like, whatever. And that makes things more mysterious. He kind of, like, wanted to feed us this whole expansive place and it's just like don't worry about that just yeah. build it as you go start it small well the That's way that fine. oda does it is that he reveals lore through character so he lets the characters of any given flashback explain expand the world for him mm-hmm. this is basically what that is too because yeah. We, yeah you know we get to see like see this is where this is could have been a point where we explain the worthiness of a samurai and once you feel yourself you're not worthy you turn into a locker ball as to having Dharma explain it for three pages. Yeah. The conventional way was what you would think getting defeated because you feel like, oh, man, I suck so much to the point that I shouldn't be a samurai anymore. That's what happened to the nigga, the god samurai lord in the beginning who got smoked by Ada. Yeah. Remember? Because he turned back into the... Yeah. Overall, good chapter. Uh, I will I will always admit when things are good, even if I'm not a particular fan of the series. Um, I want this series to succeed. I love Kishimoto. This is exactly why. So hopefully we get more of this going forward. Uh, And with that being said, Brian, randomize us. Amazing Spider-Man. Ooh. (laughs) Uh, Amazing Spider-Man issue number 35. Uh, More stuff that I'm not stoked about, (laughs) but... It wasn't a bad Yeah, it wasn't bad. Uh, good writing, man. It's that's the it can it can make a a a mundane ep, uh, chapter, you know, interesting. Yeah, the issue um starts off where we last left off. Uh, Doom is a scared little boy who can't <laughs> handle slights, so he is invading all of New York. Uh, <laughs> and and uh, you know, Spider Man is left to de- deal with the pieces. There's a bunch of superheroes going around putting in some work too. But uh, Spider-Man's taxed himself with stopping the whole thing overall. So he reunites with his uh, spy sister, Teresa Parker. And they go on a mission to find Chameleon because they because Teresa and Spider-Man have both figured out that he is behind at least the assassination attempt on Doom. And, and for one more time, I'm sorry, Teresa is a Dan Slott thing? Don't remember. Uh, <laughs> I really don't remember where Teresa Parker came in. I'm just kind of uh, taking it as a thing that's... Uh, that's been around for a while. Yeah, same. I should have wiki this because I wiki a lot of things in terms of X-Men stuff. S-A-M-E uh, dot dot dot. But in any case, it, it doesn't necessarily matter right now. Um, Spider-Man and uh, Teresa find Chameleon pretty easily. and um, I like how he tries to turn into somebody else. He's like, oh, you just missed him. He's over there. And, you know, they know it's him. Yeah. <laughs> so she kicks him in the fucking mouth. So they're like, oh, no, she shoots him in the shoulder. Yeah. She <laughs> does better. both. She kicks him in the mouth and then shoots him in the shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> um, so and he's like, Teresa, no. And she's like, relax, my nigga. <laughs> and he's I'm like, not going to kill him in front of you. You think I want to get my jaw broken? Yeah. By and, Spider-Man. Well, she's also like, I know how to shoot to wound. I'm a fucking super spy. Oh, yeah. And he's true. like, oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, they basically like, take us to the hitman. And the hitman killed himself. In a really interesting, like, I thought this was the most, like, kind of the coolest thing. Uh, apparently, Hitman was one of the people resurrected in the clone conspiracy arc that took place a couple years I back. I knew it was going to, I knew that was 
Well, that that was literally a consolidation arc. That was literally a reset button arc. Well, that they turned a into a weirdo ass story. That was a weird ass story. I didn't hate it. And yeah, the cone conspiracy was weird as fuck. Yeah, man. Uh, but Hitman was amongst those revived by the Jackal slash by Ben Riley, uh, mm-hmm. Spider, a Peter Parker clone, and uh, he basically figured out that he can upload his consciousness into other bodies. And he's just been doing that. So whenever he pulls off a hit, he kills himself. Oh, he uploads his consciousness to another body and then kills himself. <laughs> Hella convenient. That's really, that's cool as shit. That's a really cool concept for an assassin character. That's essentially what they're doing in X-Men. You yeah, mean? pretty much. He figured <laughs> out just the Just way less complex. Yo, if the X-Men knew about this guy, they'd be like, yo, what are we doing with these five people? Whoa. You do what we do. <laughs> But just yourself instead of five weird powers coming together. And it's not all holy and religious-esque. Yeah. <laughs> right? You're like, all right, Hickman. <laughs> Mad dramatic. I Jesus. thought she was a materialist, bro. What the fuck? They got to come around in a circle and... Is he like... <laughs> does he... When he adds all that religious stuff, is he patronizing people? Is no. that what he's doing? Because he's... A, no, he's not He's clearly an atheist. But like, is he like... No, I don't think he's patronizing people. He's being fair. No, I think this is just the... He's the X Men have a weird. Uh, I'm trying to find the right word for it. <laughs> no, they I'm have a cult like thing in, going on. Even in the Avengers, sure. even in like his Avengers run, like whenever it came. Well, across he's a weirdo. He's a fucking weirdo. <laughs> he That's is, what man. it is. Um, but in any case, uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff they go. They talk about a lot of shit that happened in the past. Doesn't really matter it's, in terms of this story. Um, but uh, then, nope, that happens. okay so the thing something starts glowing in his backpack and it's the super future thing that he built with that kid yeah remember that thing (laughs) yeah he's been carrying a really cool gadget uh she's like it's a very big deal but she's like wait a minute carrying around it's no big deal whatever you can just look into the future whenever you want or whatever why don't you just do that he's he's like like, oh yeah oh yeah and he looks into a bunch of alternate futures. Uh, the uh, Powers of X future is also. I was in there. like, huh, interesting. Can and then it's Peter Parker in boxers and a cast. Yeah, we don't need to know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of possible futures. Uh, he meets up with Lila, who is a construct of Alchemax, and um, the AI in Miguel's suit. And um, one minute later, he knows what to do. So he goes. Uh, he and Teresa go after Doctor Doom. Uh, they bring him Chameleon, who is disguised as Hitman, and uh, he and Doctor Doom sees right the fuck through it, and he's like, "How dare you trick me? How did he know? Because he's Doctor Doom. He's not. How a did dummy. he know it wasn't? Maybe it was Chameleon that really shot him, and that this Chameleon is just disguised as someone else because that's how he got knocked out. <laughs> Look at his I face don't... right here. He's just <laughs> like, yeah, he, he's, he's, he's like, mm-hmm. are you fucking serious? Yeah, no. <laughs> Yeah. And he blasts the shit out Who of Who gets Teresa obliterated? Teresa and oh, Spider-Man. Teresa and Spider-Man? <laughs> they get obliterated by a giant Doctor Doom blast. Well, Spider-Man's probably I, but I don't know about Teresa. I'm sure this is part of the plan. Uh, oh, yeah. Forgot. He saw this in the future, and he's like... Maybe well, he's explaining that this is what happened, so we're going to go about it differently. And the uh, issue is supposed to continue in two weeks with ASN, ASN 36 and 2099 Omega. Woo! <laughs> Big Spider-Man event. Only one of these are the ones I'm going to read, and it's uh, fucking 36. I'm, yeah, not I'm, doing, guys. I'm not doing all this 2099 shit, okay? Yeah, it's not happening. <laughs> but that was Spider-Man. It was all right. Uh, <laughs> not much to say, really, but foot dive. 
It was all right. Uh, but that being I said, I fucking hate that move so much. <laughs> swag rocks. Foot dive. Hold this laser in the air. <laughs> I remember Marvel vs. Capcom. <laughs> TSA swag combos. Foot dive? <laughs> yeah, it was OD. You need, you need a foot foot dives uh, fucking sound. Well, I will. I'm going to take Josh's foot foot dive and it'll be a sound. You can do it with Doom, Akuma. Few people have it, man. Foot but dive. But none are quite like Dooms. Anyways, back to the manga. All right. Brian, randomize this. Black Clover. Ooh, Black Clover, chapter 231. Time out. I want to say before we start this chapter, we've got a listener that is a huge fan of Black Clover. Ooh. What? Yes. Who? His name is Trevor. Hi, Trevor. Or Xavier. Hi, Xavier. Or both. I don't know. What up, guys? How do you These know? These are Surrendernauts friends. Oh, hi, Surrendernauts friends. And they mentioned one of them got a black clover tattoo. Damn. And Surrendernauts said, hey, uh, you know, one of my friends does a whole manga podcast and stuff, and they cover black clover. So, yeah. Oh. What's up if you're listening? Yeah, man. Uh, shoot us a line if you want to talk Black Clover. We'll read your shit online and we'll yeah. talk. We'll respond. You're going to hate Chris. You're I not don't hate me, though. I've been very positive. Yeah, to, to oh, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> to be fair, right. we've, we've, he, we, the, I think the streak for a good Black Clover um, chapters hasn't ended yet. Yeah, so. I'm on like the 10th cha- straight Black Clover chapter. Um, yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> Considering where face? I came from, look how look how far I've come. I'm impressed. Uh, this and is elated. this is Black uh, Clover chapter 231, the Dark Triad. Uh, we pick up where we last left off. Asta has just one shot at a whole ton of people. What is no? Wait, yes. Ugh, how they have two tropes in one fucking page? What is half oh. cut? <laughs> okay, so only a piece. The first panel is just the bottom of my mouth. Who is this character? <laughs> who could this be? <laughs> Wait a minute, Dorkster. I know who says that. It can't be. Maybe. <laughs> oh, we'll see. I must turn the next page to find and out. And she's being a huge sundere. Sundere. <laughs> All right, we got it all out the way. I, I just did that now, so we get it out the way, so we don't do it for the rest of the chapter. For the record, it's soon, dearie. Okay, so she, right. so this mysterious character bursts through the scene, and guess who it is? It's Mark Shaw. No, it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about Mark Shaw. It's uh, it's Noel and Mimosa. Uh, they've arrived <laughs> with Finral, and Finral's also here. Uh, they do their. And he's still jacking that. I can't say hi to other girls because I'm trying to. Yeah, they all do their fucking character tropes. So he's trying to be faithful. (laughs) Yeah, they all do all that. (laughs) Like, uh, you never took a break, my nigga. We still know who these guys are. We remember. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) Remember these guys? That's what he does. He beats you in the head. Like the boys are back. You love these characters. This is their catchphrase. Every time, (laughs) like, all right, meet the soon today. What do you think you're doing, leaving me behind? Honestly, take me with you because I secretly love you, Sundere. No, he's showing their their. I guess the anime is way funnier. He's showing their post time skip character design. Oh, you mean the fact that they look exactly the goddamn motherfucking? Oh scene? my god! This is not so much a riff on it, but just I'm. I wanted to know. I didn't. I didn't notice. Is there anything different? I was like, 
The hair? We'll get no. to we'll get to because there is one character who has changed a little bit and we'll get <laughs> there we get there. Um yeah, who cares? But though? yeah, she's like, Ooh, I'm Sundere and me and Mimosa <laughs> is like, Ooh, I'm a good girl. Isn't that just like Yasta? I'm a bumpy <laughs> girl who's I'm also super nice. <laughs> Finro's like, I'm a pervert character with the heart of gold. <laughs> <laughs> like Quagmire. Giggity. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I just watched giggity, Family giggity, Guy the other day, and it has some type of like he was in court for some reason, and he was talking about his childhood and how his mom was such a fucking slut. Like when he was born, <laughs> oh my God, she okay. was Jesus. so horny when she was born that she asked the doctor to put him back in. So he was born nine <laughs> times that day. <laughs> that's that's pretty fucking funny. <laughs> I've been meaning to go back and watch Family Guy because I just remember it's still good. I, it's still funny. Yeah, it's just a funny dumb show. Anyway, back to Black Clover. Yeah, back Clover. to Black Clover. Back to, oh, back to Family Guy manga. Uh, okay, so Mimosa shows off her ultimate cool new powers. Which looks this. I her guess it's the same one, magic. but now it could recover a whole bunch of people, but it doesn't matter because these are common folks. Yeah. Can you recover more than one elite mage? <laughs> Can you do it fast enough in a, in a context of a battle? Or is this all after the battle when you're at a save point? Uh, you okay. know what I'm talking about if you play games, guys. So everyone's okay. Uh, Leo, Lur- I forgot this lady's name already. <laughs> it's, I, I, the water tribe princess. Yeah, the water tribe princess is like, <laughs> we gotta go. We gotta go to the Spade Kingdom. The Heart Kingdom. <laughs> the Heart Kingdom uh, princess. Yeah. Uh, so she's like, go get him and go to the Spade Kingdom. And uh, Luck and Leopold are already at the at the Spade Kingdom, tearing shit up. Fire and lightning. Uh, Luck and Leopold are just attacking. Luck looks exactly the same, but Leopold has slightly shorter hair. Yeah. And uh, he has a cool swag. Um, did he always have this? This uh, a sash? Sash. <laughs> I like sashes. I think they're really cool. I think he's always had a sash. Oh. But I will say that Leopold is the only character. I mean, he I looks guess, cool. I guess besides Asta, but Asta's all the character designs are also a little minimalistically changed. He's only, he's like slightly taller, and he's his neck is beefier. That's yeah, his. you see, I was just about to say, you see how fucking beefy his neck is. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, oh yeah, and Asta, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so everyone thanks them. Is like, wow, thank you, Mister. You you saved everyone, and Asta's like, I'm a hero, uh, and. They basically are explained that uh, the Spade Kingdom is under control of the most brutal na- uh, mages known as the uh, Dark Triad. And they're horribly strong, almost like devils. So, uh, And then we cut immediately to the Dark Triad. It's this girl who's like, oh man, so soon we're going to fight. And uh, I think this is the guy that we that Luck saw. Luck and uh, yeah. the... Who they did not want to mess with prior to the training. And uh, the king, I guess, of the Spade Kingdom. Uh, and he's like, who should we target next? And that's where this chapter ends. So is this the post-time skip uh, villain? that? Yeah, know, this is going to be the guy. That, this is the, the guy they have to face off. I yeah, guess. And I don't think that they're They're, they're going to fuck him up just to I show think, off his new shit. I bet that there's a League of Demons out there. And they're going to be the Akatsuki. Oh, we're saying we're not even there yet. Okay. We're not even there yet. But this is the sound five of the series. <laughs> I imagine. It, I thought it was going to be the, the Hody of the series, you know? Uh, yeah, that's probably the fucking Hodies of the series. <laughs> the Hody Joneses and the Fishman Pirates. Um, I mean, you know, we ragged on this chapter pretty hard, but I didn't hate it, really. Um, it was all right, I guess. Uh, just more Set build up. up for, yeah, yeah just more build up for what's week. coming. Uh, with that being said, Brian, randomize us. 
Justice League. Ooh. Justice League number thirty-seven. Um, let me get to the first page real quick. This is uh, this is a pr- fucking crazy issue. Uh, the 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 Legion of Doom and their Apex oh, Predator right. armor. Army. Are, this was a this was a wild chapter. Yeah, the Apex Predator Army and Lex Luthor are about to square up with the entire Justice League, and most of the heroes of the DC universe. Even Guy Gardner's here. <laughs> Look at his face, though. He's terrifying looking. Ah! <laughs> uh, I want to punch some space people. People yeah. in the fucking face. Yeah, it's all there's alternate reality versions of other heroes as well in this army. It's a it's a big cool uh, two page spread of every hero. In existence about I am so sorry. Ever since that chapter we read with Superman and it was like really shonen, I had just not been able to separate my, that thought like that. Yo, this is very shonen-esque American comic, you know? Yeah. And Big I don't war think it's, chapter. Yeah, you know, it's like, and shit, people might get one-offs, bro. They might have some in-depth fights. Something that American comics rarely ever do. Well, Scott Snyder is leaving the title in January, so I doubt it. Uh, oh. This uh, this arc will probably be over bef- like somewhere in mid-January. But we'll probably get some cool shit beforehand. They're not going to give Justice League back to that other guy, no. are they? No. Remember the big stupid guys? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, I, uh, <laughs> I believe that... Uh, they had their white event. His co-writer is going to continue on. Uh, Mm. is uh, James Tinian, who's also going to pick up Batman after Tom King leaves it. Um, he's going to be tackling Justice League, which is, that's good hands. I like James Tinian, all right? Uh, but in any case, uh, the the main members of the League and a couple, and a Starman, a couple Starmen and uh, Alan Scott, oh, right? That's his name, Alan Scott? Yes. They're in... Um, the original Green Lantern, put respect on the, you know, <laughs> They're all around the uh, circle, holding hands, trying to make a new justice totality. Uh, you know, you got to keep the peace. Um, so they're all doing that. And just as they're about to achieve their goal, uh, they take a hit from the outside and it disrupts Breaks the whole the process. Focus. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, on uh, in space, uh, Hawkgirl is desperately trying to fight off the anti-monitor. Uh, using all the power in her wings. She's just taking the blast and, and like, using her wings. So she's just, like, like Naruto when he took the Kunatez back. No, that was, the, that was uh, Lord God uh, Iruka. He took yeah, well, I'm saying from Naruto, the series. You know, yeah. yeah. Iruka to, yeah. That's what she's doing right now. She's taking a full-on blast from the anti-monitor. I'm not going to lie. It's very impressive. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, it doesn't wipe her sins away from, yeah, <laughs> from literally not gonna three talk about ago. that. Yeah, from not that long ago. <laughs> uh, but you know, as she's about to give impressive up, impressive though. Yeah, she she gets weakened severely, and right when uh, the anti monitor is about to deliver the final blow, uh, uh, John Stewart flies in on the flash car and runs directly into the anti monitor, splitting them back apart into the uh, the monitor bros. I have thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to reveal them. Okay. Do uh, you have thoughts about that situation? I just kind of took it as it was. <laughs> I was like, the suspense is killing me, Josh. I, well, I, you could go for I it right just, now. Might as well. Okay. Okay. Correct me if I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. But didn't they have a whole like event 
surrounded around this villain, the Anti-Monitor. Didn't they need, like, everyone? And then it still wasn't enough? And then, you know, writing happened? And then it's, something happened, and then he saved the day. Basically, it wasn't one nigga in a flashcard. I was able to take <laughs> out the anti-mind. That's what I'm trying to say, guys. That is what I'm getting to. Yeah. And that's um, okay with you? I, well, love, I love John Stewart as, as, as much as the next person. That's my nigga right there, bro. Yeah. I He's, mean, that's Green Lantern to me more than Hal Jordan. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm you know, I grew up with the Justice League animated series like you guys did. I agree. Right? Yeah. But... Yeah. I don't think he can drive a car and beat the anti-monitor. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, the reason I, I, I'm like, all right. Is yeah, because let's hear this. Wait. It's kind of because, like, the laws of the... <laughs> 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 the rules surrounding the anti-monitor have just kind of changed. Uh, he's not the... Ever since the new 52 happened, he's not been the same type of dude. Uh, he's not that same anti-monitor from that continuity. The rules of, on him have changed severely. Okay. Since the since uh, the re the reboot in twenty eleven, yeah, yeah. Now this is where I agree with you. You see that guy? Mm-hmm. That's the one you're talking about. You see this nigga? <laughs> yeah. This nigga here? Yeah. That's the guy that it took everyone plus writing. Yeah, <laughs> to, to beat. Yeah, but this is also counts as that because in in my argument because he didn't have to merge with other monitors in order to become this. Ooh, so you know what? Good point, and I am curious about that. So these other monitors were. I mean, they weren't no. really created yet. No, but for all oh, intents no. and purposes, it, that well, is that is enough to say that hey, this is a different version of the monitor where yeah the the world right. forger wasn't a thing. This is this is. In this new age, in this post-Dr. Manhattan landscape. Post-Flashpoint. Uh, that's anti-minor. what I meant. That's what I meant before yeah. by Dr. Manhattan. I guess that's the wrong Post way to Flashpoint, put it. Post-Flashpoint. The rules have completely changed on the Andy Monitor. He's just not that big a, as big a deal yeah. as he used to be. Okay. Where you every time he shows up, you would sh- shit your pants because that's big fucking... Because even in the Yellow Lantern point. War, yeah. like... They didn't even beat the Anti-Monitor in the, in the... Con- like, they had... It was in a fucking tie-in. And they had to send that nigga somewhere, yo. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, the rules are different with him now. Uh, oh, that's when he got sent away for the to to the uh to to quad quad. Yeah, right. And then be- okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it's just different now. Um, so I kind of get it. You understand my my? Yeah, I do. I do. I know. I I understand how initially people were like, "What?" <laughs> but huh? But post reboot. Uh, but sure, yes, you stuff, can drive but, a car into the anti monitor and defeat him. I can defeat him right now if I'm drive fast enough. <laughs> yeah, and I care little about my life. If you pull up in the Maserati and smack the shit out of the anti monitor, full fuck. I'm talking like going downhill as fast as you can in a Hummer. Bam! Peace out, anti monitor, depowered. You better be in good hands if you're gonna. That's hit why the he ain't on death battle. Cause they know he's a chump. But anyway, he's the he hits this guy so hard he splits into three two it's other. Back into the, <laughs> <laughs> and he's, he's like, Mom, help. <laughs> much. they're gonna do stuff. I'm not strong enough. The, <laughs> the monitor literally is like, Hurry! <laughs> <laughs> and, and what does she do? <laughs> right <laughs> now, by the way, Perpetua is in the middle of destroying Earth 44. Yeah, this is which is. I like this is why I like Scott Snyder because he makes sure you know we can't say wait 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 
you know, for too big of a plot hole. The plot holes that happen are real small. I mean, you know, she's just off doing her plan. She's yeah, like, that's why that that's the whole reason that the the normal Earth isn't gone. And yeah, she's leaving it up to Lex Luthor because she's off destroying other fucking yeah. alternate worlds. You know how it goes. That's the only reason they they are gonna win because of her hubris. Yeah, and she's like, "Well, you side with Dune Earth forty four is like fuck you." And yeah, I don't care. We're all fucking robots, and we still know better, dumb bitch. <laughs> And then she gets a call from her son. She's like, yeah, hold on one moment. You said Which, you need help? Where? Yeah, all she, all, she, all she hears is like, <laughs> right, from from oh, the vacuum of existence. And this is a legit, like, badass fucking scene is that she takes Earth 44. <laughs> the same Earth. With and an she just speeds ball it over. Yeah. <laughs> so she, she hits the timeout on him to hear what her son's plea. She says, oh, ooh, I know what to do. Yeah, y'all niggas that thought y'all was gangster, let me hold this earth down and toss. So yeah, she throws this earth she from another universe into. <laughs> yeah, she she just lobs it over to them, and everybody's no. like, "Is that a whole ass planet?" <laughs> By the way, the velocity in which that she's throwing it burns up everyone on Earth forty four. Oh yeah, <laughs> at the end of the day, she's just throwing a huge molten hot rock like at them. Everything is extinguished. Why on did that. she throw Earth and not like? You know, Venus or some other. Because like the Earth that the most was the important. most appropriate thing to do at the moment. She was like, "Yeah, this is a good idea." Because I mean, bro, when you're playing a video game, you're thinking about cool, inventive ways to maim the the various bad guys. You don't just do some excess shit or like, "Yo, let me smoke you in this way." <laughs> yeah, she's gonna walk all the way to Earth Zero. No, yeah, she's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, let me whack, <laughs> toss that nigga like Kumadori." <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! And so they they're watching as this fucking planet's hurtling towards. Right, them. I like how the world forge is like, damn, damn, we're gonna die, guys. <laughs> wow, mom. <laughs> At least we stopped the anti monitor. And Shane's like, wait, can't you try something? And he's like, well, I'm the world forger can't. <laughs> he's he's not strong enough to uh, make a portal for them because being in the full anti monitor form has drained his energy. But he's like, well, maybe if I collide my hammer with the earth hard enough, come at us. And then one of them's like, you won't survive it. And I, and that's news to me. I was like, oh, <laughs> I guess they're not that strong. You're well, right. he's like, <laughs> he's like, well, we're just going to have to take this L and you and Hot Girl. Are yeah, we're going to die sending you to earth. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. So Bro, that was real gangster. No, it's super cool. I was cool. like, yo. All right, so I was just surprised that that was gonna kill them. I thought they was like, "All right, well, sorry, hot girl, you're about to die. We're just gonna get knocked away really far or something, and we're gonna be out of the picture." Sorry. Well, they're already weakened right now, so they're, yeah, they're already was, taken down. And if there's anything who's gonna kill these guys, it's a planet colliding. Yeah, directly being at their sent face. through multiverses. Because hey, maybe they're not the one right next to fifty two, right? Yeah, no, this is Earth forty four. <laughs> yeah, so I have to go through. I have ten more. Fuck it, I'll be like at more than five multiverses. I'm sure that's a lot of friction. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. Okay, so he takes a... It's there. I'm not mad. I was just like, oh, okay. So uh, the World Forger <laughs> takes the swing that will make the MLB proud. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we cut back to uh, regular Earth. Lex Luthor has the has uh, the winning uh, advantage. Yeah, he has the numbers, and, you know, he's a thirst bucket. Yeah, he's taking down the Hall of Justice ship, and uh, Batman's like, shit! <laughs> and uh, I'm running out of plants. But, uh, you know, as the Hall of Justice falls to the ground and Lex Luthor shoots it up for good measure, um, Hot Girl gets there just in fucking time, dude. Uh, Lex is like, no, 
my plans. And Perpetua's like, the fuck, Luther? You know, like in manga, when when there's a person fighting and he's losing, and then they get saved by the person coming in and blocking the attack. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, sorry. Was I gone too long? Or they say <laughs> something like, oh, man. Sorry, I'm late. Like, oops, that's going to leave a mark on my sword. Oh, man, that almost made my clothes dirty. To signify that, that super strong attack that was fucking you up was nothing. It was child's play to me, and I'm about to turn it up. That's what just happened hmm. with them. I guess Woo! I forgot to eat breakfast. <laughs> so, uh, hmm. The hero always I sh- shows I up in the nick of time. Right? Like, I, shouldn't have, I shouldn't have made that stop to eat. I, was t- I-, I told my sensei that, it- that we were taking too long. Oh, well. Good thing I got here in time. Time for you to lose. GG. Hmm. I took one extra <laughs> breath before I got here. <laughs> Yo, remember when Ichigo came? <laughs> wow, I shouldn't have stopped to take a shit before I got here. Yeah. <laughs> That's like almost what he said, right? Yeah, like I he has so. used the bathroom or something. <laughs> Somebody said that. And I was just like, oh. But uh, anyway. No, this is cool, guys. I'm, we're making no, fun it of it. No, it is. But cool. it's so fucking dope. Yeah, they pull uh, up all shiny. The original J- JLA lineup, except for Miss Martian, who has taken place of Ma- Martian Manhunter. Which, like, whatever. Plus Aquaman as well. Yeah, so you got the force. Minus Batman. <laughs> all right. Force, the, the emotion, the, they have the, 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 the seven energies of justice. And one of them is the emotional spectrum. The other one is the... Uh, Hot girl, <laughs> just hot girl, just having wings. <laughs> just hot girl. The wings. other one is telepathy. The other one is Amazonian might and yeah. equality to all women. It's a <laughs> <laughs> the speed force, the fish force, and Superman wins. GG. It's a it's a full That's page spread of everyone one. looking super cool and glowy. Yeah. Um, this is cool as shit, dude. Yeah. Uh, first of all, uh, how would uh George Jimenez is back drawing this issue and. Good damn. That was the I same guy that drew when Superman was trying to get up. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so good, you guys. He takes a lot of, apparently he takes a lot of influence from manga. He confirmed this, like that was influenced by the father-son Kamehameha, that punch drawing he did. Uh, I think he, he takes a lot of influence from manga and his art. And this this issue is fucking supreme, you guys. Uh, so cool and epic. Very fun. This is what this is what these big ass team books should be. They're just big fucking epic battles. Like, oh my god, man! They made Hot Girl look a little cool. Yeah, that took a while. <laughs> it took him a minute. Whoa, but she did it. <laughs> that's impressive as hell. But anyway, uh, that was Justice League. Ah, man, guys, pick it up. It's so fucking good. Uh, if only did I like pin this uh, <laughs> this picture of all of them just like. Pulling up all glowy on your wall. It's such a good Yeah, like, you see these squares on your wall? You need to just get one to those exact proportions I would. and just bow right there. If someone wants to do that for me, I'll t- fucking take it, dude. Uh, but that was uh, Justice League. Brian, randomize us. The champ is here. Zip man. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot we're covering a new one. How many we got left? Uh, uh, quite a few. Yeah, quite, quite a few. few. No, we count the X-Men as one book. Because we, <laughs> they're actually three, but we're doing Zipman Chapter One. Uh, this is the new series from Jump. Uh, let's go through this one a little, I guess, a little quick. Uh, basically, the story is about these, uh, this young, this young man. His uh, his brother had died a long time ago. He's just kind of a brains and brawn situation. He was like a big, doofy, strong kid, and his brother was a uh, mechanical engineer genius. Uh, and they both looked up to this like uh, TV superhero named Jackman, and uh, the issue, the chapter opens up pretty much uh, with the main character Kaname Tatara, who uh, is auditioning to be the new Jackman in I guess a movie or TV show. Uh, 
new adaptation of the character. And uh, he's apparently super physically capable. He's able to run up a wall. He's able to, like, punch cinder blocks with his well, with gloves, but it's still... With gloves on, I guess. But, but it's still, fair. like... <laughs> I mean, all that really does is just ease the blow to your hand. <laughs> yeah. It's, you still got to be strong enough. He's still a beast. Yeah. If anything, he's playing all the sports in his school without actually being on the team. Yeah. He doesn't get that the... Uh, raw. Yeah, he doesn't get the part because he's just he just looks scary. He has, like, these scars across his face. Oh, I skipped ahead. My bad. No, you're fine. But, yeah, basically what Josh said pulls off. His, his brother was the smart one. He was able to help people's lives in a practical way where he was just a big dumb guy. <laughs> uh, they both fell in love with the same girl at the, at the same time uh, in like when they were kids in elementary school. This little girl beat up this bully and they were like, whoa, she's cool. Uh, you know, so he's just trying to make everyone smile. A very codependent boy. <laughs> and it's, yes. And, um, you know, his brother died somewhere along the way, but his friendship with this girl still maintains. And, uh, you know, they meet up after school and they share some memories about his brother. And she gets sad because she used to make him smile a lot. And that they would always compete over who would make her smile the most. And he he died win- the winner, essentially. Um. Meanwhile, as they're talking and reminiscing. He played lacrosse, by the way, guys. Oh, yeah. That's, su- that's super important. To it was Josh. really cool because they, <laughs> they got the most panels out of all the other sports. Cool. Yo, lacrosse is growing in Japan uh, big time, man. They had they had sent uh, the top three pro teams from the PLL to Japan to play like their showcase teams, like the like the U nineteen, the the oldest squad, like for the the national team, you know, for the adults. And um, I, there was another game. I don't know what the specific other words, but bro, they're nice, man. They the sports growing over there. Maybe they'll bring back that uh, lacrosse manga. Yeah. Maybe a male cross version manage. of it. Cross manage. Ah oh, man. We do miss that. If they bring, but if they do make another one, I would like to see a more intense version with the males. I think that would just be such a. If y'all think Haiku is lit, Haiku is lit. Lacrosse, uh, lacrosse based on anyway. Yeah, um, stop going on with my wet dream. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, as they're reminiscing, uh, this kid gets a, a text from his uh, deceased uh, brother, who's like, "Hey, devil gorilla, go." Uh, go come down there from there right now. You know, he's getting texts from his dead brother. He's like, what? What's going on here? And he was tight because he's like, yo, don't, who the fuck is playing around? Cause talking like my brother. Yeah. Because, you know, he thinks he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, there's a giant robot attacking the city, coincidentally, at this time. Yeah. So well, this is happening. As they try to escape, this robot distri- uh, like tosses some cars at them. And uh, he's and this kid's about to fight this giant robot with his bare fucking hands because... Uh, He's inspired. He this girl likes strong men like Jackman, and he's like, if I don't, if I back down now, then I'm no Jackman. As he's about to fight this giant robot with his bare fists, uh, a truck pulls up and cuts off his path, and uh, his brother's voice comes out of the truck. Uh, the truck opens up, and there's this weird suit that's like inside of the truck, and he says, uh, his brother tells him to put it on. He's the only one he can trust to pilot this suit. And um, so he does it. He unzips this massive zipper and gets into this weird dog, bunny robot thing. Yeah, it's a dog. Yeah, it's a dog. A Kigurumi onesie. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And uh, this thing transforms into a fucking robot suit and uh, that is able to just deck this giant robot in the face. Uh, 
a more doable version of Iron Man, essentially. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he he dubs himself the real Jackman. And uh, this uh, this robot's like, you're not going to defeat me. And, you know, he does his ultimate technique, the 100,000 horsepower Jack Rocket. And it looks like he probably destroyed this big robot. Yeah, he totally destroyed this big robot and saved the well, day. He definitely broke its fist. Oh, he did. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I thought no, that was he the end of the chapter. My bad. Through him. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Oh, rocket punch. Rocket punch. Rocket to punch. Hell yeah. And um, it's revealed that uh, Koshiro is not alive after all, but his suit, he is living dormant within the suit somehow. Yeah, some type of mistake. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's where the chapter ends. Um, pretty cool series. Yeah. It's not a bad first chapter. Um, there wasn't like- that much manga to read this week. Well, that's not true. Yeah, we're up yeah. There, but um, it was cool to pick up. Yeah, uh, I think we're going to keep going with this for a little bit and see where it goes. Um, I mean, if it even continues going after the first three chapters. Oh, no, this isn't a one shot. No, this yeah. is an actual. No, Jump Now just releases the series mm. in their entirety now. Um, so this so is we'll not see how part of a magazine. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, we'll see if this survives. A lot of Jump series have been canceled. Uh, a lot they haven't had a lot of success with their newer series. So hopefully this sticks around. This could be fun. I like the art a lot. The color pages were really nice. Uh, pick it up if you're not interested. It's a good new series to get into. Um, with that being said, Brian, randomize us. Xbox. Okay, we got a lot to go through yeah, here. We're gonna say the best for last. Well, oh yeah, we have uh, X Men number three is the first one of these. Um, this issue uh, is a a new arc ish type of thing. Um, the arc opens up in uh, the Savage Land, where the Krakoa flowers that give birth to the medicine that they that they sell oh, to that, the human it's world. Those, th- it's those flowers. Yes. Oh, I okay. No, makes it just makes more sense. It doesn't really make a difference. Yeah, uh, as uh, these mutants are working, you know, picking the flowers, doing their job, uh, the Krakoan gate just opens up, and there are these uh, four people in plague masks just come through, and they're like, "Is this Kansas?" <laughs> it's uh, it, it's uh, they're talking super weird and confident, but uh, they take down these mutants who are uh, who are working there. Mostly because they're nonviolent mutants. It seems. Yeah, they, they're clearly not any type of security guard, and they probably don't even have super offensive abilities. Yeah. You know, who knows, right? Maybe, maybe all their powers had to do with scenting flowers. You know, for all we fucking know, that's why they're out in the field. But yeah. uh, they get maimed really quick. Yeah, well, they get like paralyzed and frozen with these weird jelly things. I don't think they're killed or anything. Mm. They're just frozen is that not right? maimed? Is maimed, maimed have is, to be specifically dead? maimed is like slaughtered. They were killed. Oh, I mean, they got smoked with relative ease. They did get smoked with relative ease, yes. Uh, meanwhile, at the Quiet Council, uh, the council is convening because there's been trouble afoot. Uh, Emma Frost and Jean Grey don't like each other, but kind of do. But do they? <laughs> because uh, I don't know what's up with that. It's I... because they both dated Cyclops. Uh, oh. So. Who hasn't? They've all dated each other at this point. Am I wrong? Uh, like in the in the in the series of X Men, like there's been a lot of I'm dating this person. Yeah, then they dated there's that. been a lot of intermingling within the X yeah. people. Uh, um, but in any case, they uh, they, the Savage Land Gateway has been non-responsive, and that's what they're bringing up. the The invaders have seemed to uh, cause some real problems. Uh, 
apparently the wildlife have gotten more uh, aggressive and the landmass have just has decreased by 0.0001%, which is about 158 square feet of Krakoa has been eliminated somehow. Uh, Krakoa seems to respond to certain things in different ways. Uh, yeah, it is an organic island. They also reveal here that Krakoa feeds on the psychic energy of mutants. Uh, Krakoa, That's been a thing since back in the day, actually. Yeah. Uh, well, Krakoa used to need to eat like two mutants. Well, it's still the, the equivalent year. is what it needs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two full whole, two full mutants a year, but obviously with all of the, the the population there, it takes a tiny bit. Of, like taxes. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know they're all it paying. Like, it's like uh, that uh, Henry from uh, Black Clover. He needs their mana in order to continue using his. Yeah, mana. like if he's only with one person, he's gonna draw their energy out, and it'll be bad. But if there's like a handful of them there, it's, it's like nothing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And there are uh, contingency measures to make sure Krakoa doesn't take too much from people at a time. Yeah, it was cool. They got a, they got a squad of two people who their powers work very similarly to begin with, and then they also have a group of people who check those guys too. Mm-hmm. So it's cool. It's, yeah, they have it's a all exposition to basically say that, hey, they got that shit down pat. Ain't nothing silly going to happen because of mismanagement with psychic energy. Yeah. But um, they don't have security at their gates, right? <laughs> yeah. We cut back to... We thought about all those things, <laughs> but not basic security. We cut, uh, we cut back to the Savage Land, and these, um, these, oh, these people take off their masks to reveal old ladies. Uh, there are four old ladies that have invaded Krakoa, and uh, the, long, uh, the long and short of it, as Cyclops, uh, Sebastian Shaw, and Emma Frost all arrive over there, uh, these people are horticulture. They call themselves horticulture. They are a group of extreme botanists who are villains, <laughs> and they all want to kill the human race. But then, Krakoa, most of them. But then Krakoa came along and was like, and complicated their plans a little bit. So they decided to come in and uh, study their the plants they use to create the miracle drugs that they sell. Uh, because they're like hyper advanced bo- botanists, they were able to cra- uh, hack into Krakoa's biological fucking whole existence and that's how they were able to get through the Krakoan gates without being mutants yeah they basically i mean and they said it in a real simple way too as far as that goes with how they got in like hey uh, we just figured it out after a while you know hey. it was tricky at first but we're smart and we're humans and we'll work at it to we're botanists Krakoa deals in plants we're the experts in how to deal with Krakoa so yeah it was gonna yeah exactly <laughs> like it's it's i get it it's realistic that I guess these people could break in. I just don't think it's realistic that you won't have security at every gate. Like, there's not enough mutants. And they're also super rude. This is... <laughs> wait, wait. This is another thing that was weird because this is... They're in the Savage Land right now. Mm-hmm. But that's not Krakoa. It's a territory of Krakoa. Of Krakoa, sure. But they're not on Krakoa. They count... I guess they counted as Krakoa because... Yeah, they do. Yeah, the same way with Excalibur, how that island was yeah. considered Krakoa. Yeah. Which is which is intrusive as fuck because it really was the part of the other country. Yeah, honestly. that part is kind of confusing to me as well. Yeah, I as think they're going to how get... many how they're how claiming of territories work with the Krakoa. Savage Land makes sense because there's no one there to really. Oh, no one owns Savage Land for as far as I yeah. know. Yeah, and I'm also concerned. the Savage Land is deeply tied with X Men stuff. Yeah, to so. begin with, right? And then these other places they they have deals with these other places to begin with. Yeah, I think it's so just... So it makes sense. I guess they say, yeah, you well, that just, little, that small side. Yeah, I guess we just kind of worked it out amongst ourselves. Yeah, we did. We figured it out. We figured it out. So, no, because it was confusing me. I yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Same. 
Um, so they're not on the island of Krakoa. I was like, yeah, I would imagine that Maddie, Mad Mutants would have fucking pulled up like bitches way out going. Yeah. Uh, okay, oh, so Sebastian Shaw, away, Chris. Sebastian Shaw tries to reason with them, and they're just like, bitch, no. They spray him with their thing, and then they just start beating the shit out of him. Uh, but Sebastian Shaw's power highly revol- uh, relies on people beating the shit out of him. Uh, you know, he gains more power the more he gets the shit beat out of him. But before he could do anything, I guess Cyclops intervenes and shoots them with his lasers. Like, hey, can you not beat up our friend <laughs> for no reason? And, uh, you know, one of them is like, my hip. And Cyclops is like, oh, no, I'll, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to. And then she sprays him with her thing. And, you know, they basically beat these guys. And Emma Frost just refuses to fight. Well, she can't. Um, she, they, they resist her psych, they resist her psychic, uh, her telepathy for some reason. So she can't fuck with their minds. And they have some type of device that can neutralize mutant abilities. So all she really did was turn the crystal so that she couldn't get beat up. Mm-hmm. So she stood there and cowered. Yeah. Well, no, she, there was nothing she could do anyway. Yeah. But her turning into stone was just to protect herself, not to be like, all right, now it's time to get serious. No, y'all got your asses whooped. I was so mad. <laughs> and it's like, come on, how y'all niggas get caught off fucking guard, son? These mm-hmm. bitches is in equipment and all of that. Yeah. Broke in. And your mutants, your fellow mutants are there frozen in some type of goop. Yoke them up, bring them back to the fucking island and say what the fuck happened. No country's going to get mad because, look, no one told y'all to cross over to this gate and do what y'all doing. Yeah, that's yeah. Y'all are prisoners now, and we're not gonna kill y'all or hurt y'all, but we're gonna put. I don't know, man. For something that Jonathan Hickman wrote, this was a very situational thing, and I don't like that, man. Because it doesn't. It's like with it's it's like the whole superhero situation where it's like you can't have a huge situation happening with fucking Batman when Superman could just come over. You know, it just I, it runs I mean, the wrong dude, way. You, you kind of have to have a suspension of disbelief of all these things. Yeah, things right, can't go perfect for the X-Men. Like, if this is just going to be a story about how the X-Men fucking just take over because they're the strongest, then there's no actual suspense in that. The way that these women kind of just handle this stuff, it's not, it's not like that out of reach. Uh, they have anti-mutant equipment, as you said. You know, this is, this is just the X-Men. I think... The, the whole Dawn of X is just basically them thinking is like you just over underestimating how fucked up humans can be in terms of how bad they want to get mutants. Certain one of them, you know, like how far certain humans will go to get to mutants and fuck with them. Yeah. There's always been that heartlessness. I don't know, man. I, you just kind of, these are the kind of things you have to accept. The X-Men have to have challenges or there's no story. Yeah. You know, so, and as far as challenges go, this isn't that bad. Um, we'll have to see how this is. It's how not. This... And that was kind of my problem, but I understand. Well, we'll see it's how this story. is dealt with later because uh, the informational page at the end of this issue says that they're, they're unclear. There's not. It's probably more than these four women involved in the horticulture. So, I would assume as well. So, you know, I mean, well, again, we'll have to see where this goes. Um I thought this issue was fine. Uh, the dialogue is super cool, as usual. No, I li- it was an entertaining chapter. I just I was kind of annoyed that they got smoked by four old ladies. Like, <laughs> who cares if you don't know what they're about? You're the fucking X-Men. Uh, yeah. But that's how I feel. Whatever. We'll see. Still great. Still good. I was still enjoyed, and I will still read the next one. Yeah, that was uh, X-Men. The next one on the list is Marauders number three. Um, 
this was a uh, this was informative mm-hmm. for me. This kind of made me understand why this so that why there was such a heavy beef between uh, Emma and, and this dude. Well, here's the thing. I did some research on this specific issue because a new character has emerged in Marauders. A uh, new character has been resurrected. It's uh, Shinobi Shaw, uh, the son of Sebastian Shaw. Shinobi Shaw was a villain from back in the day. His abilities are actually very similar to Kitty Pride's. He's got density control. Uh, whereas Kitty can only become intangible, he can be intangible and also ultra solid. So he oh. could be pretty much diamond density type of person. Uh, he and his father did not leave on good terms when he died. Uh, and when he was resurrected, he did not. He came back without the memory of his death. So he doesn't know how he went down. Uh, Sebastian Shaw has just been filling him in. And apparently he was supposed to be the guy to take over the red seat that uh, Sebastian wanted so badly. But with Kitty Pride taking it over, uh, basically this issue amounts to him t- becoming the red bishop. Uh, the black bishop, sorry. Yeah, because Kitty is yeah. going to have the the red bishop is going to be bishop, right? Yeah. <laughs> Within all these three uh, factions, the white, the red, and the black, every one of them have their little sub-commanders and stuff. Yeah. The bishop, I th- believe, is second in command. And then there's the white knight, black knight, and red knight. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, Shinobi Shaw is going to be the black bishop and uh, Sebastian Shaw essentially says like okay since you can't be the red king I'm just going to have you be my black bishop and you're going to be my pirate <laughs> yeah this is he. I guess he's going to be in some type of antagonistic force against Kitty Pride which is yeah especially since uh, uh, so weird to me still man. especially since uh he tells Sebastian uh, he tells Shinobi that uh that uh Emma Frost and Kitty Pride conspired to murder him which is not true yeah uh, Sebastian Shaw kills Shinobi so he's lying to his son but to even get him then on like uh, this is this my issue with this comic is that and uh, this whole comic, the whole premise of it is that at the end of the day, this isn't Krakoa 75 years in the future. And after everything, like after all this brand new stuff happened, then, you know, corruption starts to seep in. It's like, yo, yeah, niggas just just became a new nation and already are starting beef with each other. God fucking damn it. Y'all niggas is all supposed to be on the same team. And it wasn't like a. Oh, we'll listen and we'll cross our fingers. No, everybody was on the same shit and was like, yo, at the end of the day, we got to make something for us. It's us versus them, and that's how it has to be right now. This is, to me, lame writing. I don't, I don't so. care I for the story. It's stupid. I disagree. Yeah, niggas is supposed to be on the same team. All you care about, all he's doing this for is extra money. The same Money and capital that will be worthless when their nation becomes superior, which it already kind of is with the drugs. It makes no sense to me. It is a practice in fucking like, oh, this is elite evilness, elite greed at its core. And it's like for all of that, they should not have brought him back. That's like a y'all made a huge mistake. I'm not taking that, bro. I'm not I'm not eating that. This is Jonathan Hickman's story, not him making this story but this is his overall plan like it's just yeah i'm I don't know. sorry no, man I, like uh, it's too soon way I too just, uh, soon and if it, it should be obvious that if they're keeping their eyes on him then he sh- nothing should be able to rock and if nothing's gonna rock for him what the fuck is the point of like i don't know man i'm just a little upset. well that's the thing is look 
I, I get what you're saying. Maybe there's a whole other story behind this, and this is just a small part. It's just the beginning. No, I get what you're saying, but the point, I I think it it is more realistic this way, that not everyone's going to be on the same page at the same time. A lot of people in the X-Men are grandiose people with their own, with their own delusions of grandeur, so to speak. You know, like all of these egos coming together. You know what? What are you gonna expect? You have people who like mince. People don't change their ways. Where where you can believe in the same idea? I don't think Sebastian Shaw will do anything to harm the overall big picture of what yeah. they're trying to accomplish. But he is personality wise going to be looking out for himself too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just wouldn't make sense if all the mutants were just hunky dory and they were all fucking together. You know that you have to have some kind of discourse in between and like inside and outside. Yeah. These things just kind of happen. Like it's just a matter of when you put these many egos that have been fighting against each other for supremacy yeah. all this time. It's not going to be just so simple as like, okay, we're all in the same goal. It would make sense that somebody would be like, yeah, we're all doing the same thing, but I'm gonna like. There's nothing wrong with taking a little more for myself, you know? Like true. It's not like anything he's doing is <clears throat> undermining the whole entire. Me- <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, the whole entire mutant cause. He's just kind of getting in the way of Emma Frost, and because yeah, he wants the whole to cut thing... corners and make extra money, and exactly do... the whole thing is just a supremacy for the bigger role in the yeah. plan. Right now, I guess that's annoying because he's kind of being painted as a bad guy, and it's <laughs> he like, is a wow, bad guy. Yeah, I should have like known this from the start. I've been like, yeah, we're gonna bring you back, Sebastian Shaw, but guess what? We're gonna have somebody on your ass twenty four seven. So well, that's why Emma Frost even is there think for. about it. Yeah, but now. I mean, she's doing a good job because she forced them into a corner so many times already. That's true. That's true. So it's just you're right. He's just mad right now. I guess the same way I'm. There just are mad checks right and balances within like the crack Cohen government. Yeah. yeah. It's it's not going to be a perfect system up top. I, I'm overreacting. I, I I'm definitely overreacting. I kind of just thought. I really just put him into a villain role when it's like, yeah, he's a he's a bad guy, but he's not necessarily like a. This isn't a uh the 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 beginning seed of an arc that's gonna make him the ultimate adversary of X Men. It's I don't mm-hmm. see that happening. You're right. I, I mean, it could go in so many. I mean, ways, if it does, know? then whatever. But it's still no reason to just be that upset. All right. Yeah, I mean, you know, I feel like there's a big plan behind all of this. Hickman is has control over every series. I he basically decides. He has like the final say. In where in where each of these series goes, and all these writers are just kind of helping them out, implementing this this change. So I I it's a it's part of a plan, and I think the whole point of the this first hurdle of the story of in Dawn of X is the mutants realizing that they're not above, they're not like their shit don't stink, you know? Like yeah, they just they're they're not as great as they think they are, you know? There's they're not accounting for so many things, you know. It's just weird. I, I think it makes sense all overall to me. Um, some series may be better than others at it displaying that. But I think uh, yeah. overall, nothing's really betrayed what's going on here. No, you're right. I, I, like I said before, I, I flew off the handle. It's fine. No, you're not wrong either. You know, I mean... If I'm just annoyed. That's, yeah. I, I'm just annoyed. I got to have a little bit more patience. I guess I just don't care about Marauders at all. There's <laughs> not one character in that series. I'm just like, Ooh. I do like the little struggle in between the three. Uh, I feel like eventually it's going to come down yeah, to we'll see i'm gonna, gonna take it chapter yeah. by chapter i'm sure i'm i'm very sure it'll get more interesting yeah the last of our x books is excalibur um number three 
Spellcaster Apocalypse. Yeah. Uh, we he opened... speaks to his Grimoire and stuff. And I was like, yo, I never knew Apocalypse was a spellcasting guy. <laughs> I, did, <laughs> yeah. I didn't know. He's a magic boy. He's a magic guy. Yeah, <laughs> Harry Potter ass nigga. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, um, so real quick, uh, the the Excalibur team is in uh, in Camelot now. Shogo has turned into a dragon. Uh, he he apparently has a lot of power in this world. Uh, he is able yeah, to. Yeah, young 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 human children have the most power in this world. Yeah, they're able to because their imaginations are so expansive and strong. They're able to control themselves. He he can transforms himself into a dragon. How is your baby and knows what a dragon is? Uh, but anyway, uh, it's very cute. I guess uh, there are certain things where he he imagines himself in chibi form, and he's a dragon yeah. hugging his mom, and I'm like, doll. Uh, Gambit's like, you left my girlfriend with. He's mad because he's like, yo, <laughs> I listen, listen. I know, yeah. Right, I know. I'm, I'm just being like, you left my girlfriend with with apocalypse with a with uh, with a, a. a. <laughs> and uh, everybody's like, relax, Gambit. Let's go on this giant dragon baby and go save my brother. And uh, yeah, about that. They storm the castle trying to look for Captain Britain, but uh, there's he nothing- finds them. Yeah, he hmm. finds them. They fight through this army, and there's not much to say. If he's just a big demon darkness monster now, and he's yeah, like, he's "I will, I will destroy you, Captain Britain. You pretender." Yeah, I like how he calls her the the pretender, and she's like, "No, no, no, it's fine. I'm here to give you your, your Captain Britain title back. I don't want it." No, you pretending. And he's like, "No, no, no, you're a pretender. I'm gonna kill you." And she's like, "Oh, <laughs> you know, you're yeah. on the other side." So at this point, they're like, "Magic." All right, th- he can't be saved. We're taking him. Yeah, right? They're like, yeah, let's bust a Yui and go back to where we started from. <laughs> this trip was in vain. <laughs> they, yeah, they bust a dragon Yui and then they leave. Uh, and, you know, the battle is, you know, the war is waged. Meanwhile, Apocalypse, this is the kind of a confusing. He picks up Richter from uh, some place. Ah, Richter. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Richter <laughs> scale. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, he's essentially tough. Yeah, he's tough. Without control. Uh, apparently... Mutants have uh, some mutants have their powers have gone out of whack in one way or another since Krakoa was established. Some people have lost control of their powers. Oh, really? Outside of Krakoa and have regained control in Krakoa and vice versa. Some people's powers have gotten a little stronger and out of control on Krakoa. When they've got, yeah, yeah, you know, organically organic stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's just more to say that not all on Krakoa is as paradise as it seems. Uh, there are still many problems within it, and there's. Uh, the issue ends where this secret agent man from M- MI13 shows up, and he's like, "Oh, you know who that is? Nope. <laughs> oh, oh, does he say I'm from MI13? Yeah. Oh, okay. no, yeah, it says it here on his back. Oh, but look, he's got a power hand. I think he's a mutant, and that's why he was able to get on Krakoa. Oh, yeah. I I forgot to Google this guy. No, that's he... not Krakoa. Krakoa. That's like England. Krakoa. Unless, yeah, but it's still um, Krakoa. He should be able to get in there. If he's he, not inside the portal, he's just on, on the grassy land. Unless he has like twelve domino skin patches on him, yeah, <laughs> right. Like Remember that? Oh God, poor fucking girl. Yeah, but that's where that issue ends. And you know, he's got like fire hands, so that's why I think he's a mutant and he's able to get on Krakoa. Here, you're gonna have to come with me. Little does he know, A himself <laughs> is behind him, and he doesn't look happy. He's like, get the Vaseline. What? <laughs> <laughs> He's downright offended, like that. You think you? He? I don't think he's mad. I think he's upset that you didn't even assume that this person would have anything to do with A. How dare you get in the way of something that I'm doing? You should have known. 
Bad it. That was Excalibur. Uh, yeah, that was Excalibur. I guess this is the best <laughs> issue of Excalibur so far. Uh, uh, I thought it was fine. Sure. All right. Yeah, so far. I mean, I haven't been a huge fan of the other two. Um, Bro, when they got to England and made the fucking uh, lighthouse tower. Woo! <laughs> Sarcasm, guys. Yeah. Manga time. Yeah, uh, it was fine. The Xbox are moving. Oh, we along. wait for Chris. Sorry, but anyway, that's that's yes. Right, wait for me. Uh, yeah, that was the Xbox. Now randomize. Who is that? Hold on. Let me... Oh, okay. I know who it is. Yeah. It's fucking One Piece, baby. Oh, I thought we covered it already. This is One Piece chapter nine hundred and sixty-four. Odin's adventure. Uh. This is more of the flashback. Uh, this is he pull. Uh, last we left off, uh, Odin just pulls up on Whitebeard and is like, "Take me with you," and uh, everybody's like, "You just tried to kill our captain," and he's like, "Whatever." Odin's not larger than life, yeah, but Whitebeard is, right? Yes. It's funny because, like you said, you said the strongest people in One Piece like happen to be like the larger than life character, the guys that are like they're not giants, Odin's but big. they're like. As, uh, the, I don't think he's uh, he's not bigger than Whitebeard, but look at look at the scale. They're pretty much. You're right. You know what he close. does? Kind of like. Yeah, you're right. Cause I'm just thinking about Kizaru and the other guys with their long ass legs, and they are literally just mounting over everybody. Else. Yeah, the Ayakaza Nine are all very tall people as well. Like Kinemon becomes. Is like, he? Yeah, Kinemon to scale to Luffy is extremely tall. Whoa. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, but in any case, uh, they're basically like, yeah, don't take Odin with you. And Whitebeard's like, don't worry, I don't want him. <laughs> and Odin's like, no, take me with you. And, uh, you know, Whitebeard and his crew set sail. But little do they know they've been carrying along Odin, who's been who's lashed himself onto the ship with a fucking chain. Uh, Izo goes with him, which explains how he remains on Whitebeard's ship. Uh, oh. Yeah, so... Basically, do we see Izo in the Paramount War? I don't yes. remember at all. Yeah, he's what there. did he do? What was his power? He doesn't do a lot. <laughs> he's he's in the background. You do see him. Oh, okay. He's not scrapping it out though. Like not he, in any extensive. Yeah, he shows up here and there. He does some stuff. But what's his abilities? What's... He doesn't have a devil fruit power. Oh, he's just a good fighter. Yeah, he's just a good fighter. All right. Well, he is a samurai from Wano. It makes sense. Yeah. Um. So basically, the they throw down the gauntlet. Uh. Whitebeard says, hey, if you hang on to that chain for like three days or something, <laughs> you can come with, you can join my crew. Yeah, not three hours. <laughs> three whole days. On the Grand rest. Line. In the New World. He's like just holding on. Oh, He's Grand, sleeping the holding new, on to the chain. Grand Line is part of the New World too, right? I forgot. I forgot. Uh, the New World is the latter It's half just the other half, up, but it is still the Grand Line, mm-hmm. which is not. Okay. Which the is Grand Line doesn't go into, into the East Blue, though. The Grand Line is literally just the line. The Grand Line is the big, dangerous stretch of sea that is the other half of the world. Yes, the Grand Line. <laughs> but the Grand Line is the line that cuts it off itself, but also counts no. as everything past it. No, the Grand Line is the name of the territory outside of the east, north, west, and Well, remember, blues. I mean, is this a flat fucking world or is this a globe? They broke it down at some point. I just all don't know. Right, if it's, it's the it's half of a globe, if it's the other half of the world, then you that's what I'm saying. It's like there is a line and it's like that's the grand line is the line plus everything past it. Which is Uh 
They I don't know. I don't they, know. Because there's New World in the Grand hey, Line, hey, and hey, then there's, hey, then there's other. We'll look it up after All this. right, yeah. <laughs> My brain's going crazy. I know Oda drew a map about <laughs> of this world, so there is a there is a world <laughs> map. Um, but in any case, Oda hangs on, manages to hang on for like three days, and uh, they land on His this crew. Izo is not happy about yeah, that. Yeah, Izo's like, what the fuck, dude? Take us back to Wano. He's like, you made you made my fucking boss suffer for three days. I'll never forgive you. And I didn't think about it. I was like, damn, he's right, man. Because he's taking a... Cause, <laughs> instead of saying, oh, this is Odin's fault and getting mad at him, he's like, you know he's not going to back down, you you piece of shit. <laughs> I, was, I got it. It made sense. Yeah. It took me until the very end of the chapter to realize that was his Odin's future wife. Yeah. We cut to... <laughs> I didn't under- notice... We cut to an a random island on uh, the, in the New World, and this uh, samurai lady is like, "Take me to Wano," and these slaver ships are like, "No, <laughs> we're just gonna sell you." Yeah, like, no, but thanks for coming to us so we could sell you. And she's yeah. like, "God damn it, I'm just gonna have to <laughs> jump to the future again," because that's her power. She's able to time travel, as we see later. Um, that's how Kinemon and his people got to the future. Uh, when Kaido first attacked. As she's about to t- uh, jump into the future, uh, Odin shows up, fucking bruised as shit from hanging on to and smashing against oh my New God. World Rocks yeah, he for the last bruised. three days. And he looks like a big monster, but he heals pretty quickly after he scares the goons away. And um, she's like, I heard you were from Wano. You want to take me to Wano? And his face is just like, no. Oh, ew, no. Oh, hell no. I just tried so hard to get out of that <laughs> shit. <laughs> that right. fucking shithole. That's like that's like taking the train all the way to work and then realizing you forgot something to go that you need for work. <laughs> You're like, oh, I gotta go all the way back. <laughs> and this uh, so. octopus captain shows up. Is like, we found her. Let's go get her. He joins Whitebeard's crew too. Um, oh, yeah, octopus man. He does yeah. really. <laughs> oh, so he becomes reliable. Yeah. All right. <laughs> cool. All right. <laughs> Yeah, I think what I've seen him in the so white. so fucking crazy. You yeah. sure about that? You sure I'm you're not almost positive. projecting your desires? I'm almost positive. Yeah, all right. Because I think I've seen him in the Paramount. All right, all right, all right. As one of the miscellaneous pirates involved in the war. Sure. I'll take your word for it. All right. We'll look it up after this. I have, I'm, I said I'm I'll take your guys, word for it. Oh, I want to prove you guys so wrong. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, Wiper is like, you're, you're, you're on my ship. Get on my ship. You're, you're joining my journey. And uh, this uh, the the woman named Toki. She's like, take me to Wano, and Whitebeard is like, Ugh. Oh. he does the same face. He just came back from there too. He's like, oh no, and she, you know, she just joins along with them. They travel the world for a while. Uh, they build up a bit of a rep. They apparently go to Elbath. Yeah. And uh, oh, you can't wait. I tell. I'm telling. I, my hypo built for it. I didn't. I, I just learned about Elbath from last week. Yeah. When you it told me why it was important. Uh, and the issue ends with, uh, meanwhile, on the Oro Jackson, which is Gold Roger's ship, uh, young Captain Buggy and Captain Shanks are looking over the uh, hmm. the newspaper, and they're like, dang, Whitebeard's doing some crazy shit. And um, Gold Roger takes the fucking newspaper and is like, a samurai from a closed-off nation, I'd like to meet those fellow. Oh, snap. And One Piece is on break next week. <laughs> uh, thanks for that L, Oda. <laughs> I'll take it in stride. It's cold, okay. Uh, hey, Gold Roger's eyes, do they look familiar to you? No. Not for any particular reason. I'm 
Everybody's I guess it's just a matter. One Piece are like this. You know what? Um, I I don't know why, but for some reason, his face looks like Luffy. I know that's not his dad or anything no. like that. I know, yeah, yeah. I know. I'm not trying to insinuate. Well, it's yeah. just like it's like the Shonen face. That's you like know? his like it's insinuating. That's his righteous face. That's his Superman face. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I have seen it pop up. A it's insinuated that Roger looked a lot like Luffy in his youth uh, when. Okay, so there was. Yeah, I, yeah, I no, you're not coming wrong. out of nowhere. Yeah, okay, 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 okay. Um, if you cover his like the lower half of his face, he kind of looks like Ace. <laughs> yeah, that's actually that's also Ace would true. Be, if you take the mustache away, yeah. he yeah. looks like an older Ace. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because he's his yeah. dad. Uh, oh, yeah, forgot I forgot. <laughs> Damn, his mom's slept with Gold Roger. And dragon. No. No, no, no. Oh, I'm kind of confused. They are not yeah, biological that's, that's, brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. What a legend. <laughs> she fucked both Roger. Yeah, yeah right? Like, this must have been some champion pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. That's Porkaz. That's Rouge's uh, devil fruit ability. Yeah. <laughs> the champion pussy, champion pussy fruit. Yeah, CP, you know, CP fruit. You know... Legend has it after after Dragon fruit. smashed, he wanted to destroy the world government after destroying that pussy. He's the world like, government's trying to arrest this pussy. <laughs> He's trying to stop this type of stuff from being hot out here. Whoa. <laughs> Anyways, that was One Piece. It's a uh, pretty cool. It's uh, we're gonna get Roger in two weeks. It'll be back around Christmas or, or something. Merry right? Christmas. Yeah. Uh, we'll get there. But that was One Piece. Super cool. Um, Brian randomizes. Daredevil, last American comic. Thank God. <laughs> I feel like this episode is super long. Two more manga, though. Jesus H. Um, Daredevil number 14, uh, Through Hell Part 4. We pick up where we last left off. Matt is taking uh, Detective Cole out to coffee, and they debate vigilanteism. <laughs> uh, Wait, this was the best. This yeah. is the best one this week out of everything, American and con- and manga, uh, in my opinion. Um, yeah, why is yeah Daredevil is literally raising the quality of Marvel all by itself. Yeah, because it's not like a big bombastic series, but it is. Uh, this is the right way to do it. It's a thought provoking series. They uh, they talk about there's a lot of debates and morality of superheroes. A whole this. lot of politics. Yeah, uh, basically, Cole is like our. Uh, we find out in this issue that Cole accidentally shot a kid back in Chicago, and that's why he was transferred over to New York. He didn't die. He didn't die, but he, you know, you don't shoot a kid and get away with it. And um, Matt is like, well, that's just that just kind of proves that the system is broken because you're a cop. You know, if anybody else had shot that kid, they'd be serving life in prison right now, and you just got out of it because you're you, you're not there right now because you're a cop. And it makes sense. That's a good. That's a pretty good argument. Like I don't think he was using that example to say that 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 the law is broken. I think he was to say that it's not the way you're putting it. Not yeah. so. You're not even. Well, I'm not even going to say black and white. Think. Yeah, it's not even to say black and white. It's that like, look, like once you, there are certain things you are allowed to get away with as a cop, and under for justifiable reason. That's why you know the corrupt cops are the worst of the fucking worst because they're abusing that which society and and the citizens give their trust into it's a trust system right mm-hmm. we trust these people to be to be you know to get around these rules for the point of our safety and the betterment of us yeah so uh, cole, and that's why i'm saying like with superheroes hey like we have the intent there 
Anyway, continue. The, th- the same thing that. that happened to you happens to us. You know, we're we're also human, and we also fuck up in this way. When, but we don't get off scot free in that way. You know, we don't. We're also not blessed by the law to an extent. And it also helps that Cole didn't kill that kid. Uh, it, it does, help. and it also helps that it was an accident. He didn't intend to shoot this kid. He was just uh, he, he saw him reach for something, and you know, it's a thing that cops. It's a dilemma that cops have to go through. Sometimes they see somebody reach into their pocket, and you never know if that means that you're just going to head home. You know? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't want to get too deep in. in it's, it's all the, you know. It's a nuanced thing, and they don't shy away from the nuance. For sure, it's like when you, you're, you're a good cop. You're not, you know, you're, you're not someone who would shoot to save your life. You're someone that was trying to prevent further murder from happening, and it was a, a terrible mistake. And it, it's, it matters that he knows he was wrong, and he's not one of those. He's yeah. not up there, there like, well, you know, huh, that happened, so, so that's not my responsibility. Yeah. He's saying, no, I fucking own up to that, and superheroes should too, but that's why Matt also said, listen, there is discretion, and we do make mistakes. And, it's what we, you know. and also, yeah, all that stuff about you not going to jail. Good stuff. Very good. Super, A lot of food for thought, man. Yeah. Meanwhile, Kingpin is uh, dealing with the uh, fallout of murdering that dude because he's a scared little boy. Yeah, can't man. Move on from the ghetto. Yo, he said, <laughs> he said, he said, he said, he said, he he gets news that uh, people are protesting his, uh, his law, like his, uh, his attempts to get to legalize marijuana for his own gain. Mm-hmm. And it's because of the people, the family of the guy he killed are just putting a wedge in his plans Yo, it's crazy, man, because this is very realistic. Yeah. Uh, we get a little scene with uh, Daredevil and this girl that he's been having an affair with. Uh, I don't like this scene. Uh, you don't? Yeah, this was my least favorite part. I, uh, it's it's kind of annoying. I feel like this is just kind of like a soap opera type of subplot where it was interesting, I guess, at first, but then it got less interesting as it went. And uh, this girl, I forget her name. Um, Mindy. Mindy. She, I mean, she just comes off less interesting. As, you know, she, it made sense her motives up top. You know, she wasn't a perfect person. She cheated on her husband with Matt. But now it just becomes less and less, like, understandable where she's now just, like, an evil person. And <laughs> she's just like, you were supposed to be just a thing I was using. And I'm like, eh. I, I feel like the story is outstayed as welcome. I feel like uh, she's just with her. Yeah, I think it's a. I I think Mindy, yes, she is. She's a tool. At the end of the day, the way they use most characters to begin with, right? Yeah. And the way I see it is that, like you know, she's kind of checking him, and to the things that maybe we don't see. And even if she's wrong in his intent, in his intent, which I'm going to be honest. She's spot on, honestly. Even though he has good intent, mm-hmm. she is well, right, and she has the right to feel the way she does. Plus, she doesn't know he's daredevil. Yeah, that's to the, the point where the she's like, "Listen, makes... I know exactly what's going on. You mm-hmm. get the fuck out of here." She's taking it as, "Dude, don't don't try to fucking control my life and 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 and, and, and coerce my decisions because you feel a certain type of way and then shut me out. Like, I'm not yeah. your thing to fucking play around with. Or you can tell me this, and I'm a grown ass fucking woman. Yeah, I and, and to be quite frank." My family is in that thug shit. So, and you're just a fucking attorney. So, I don't need you. Not, yeah, yeah, not yeah, even. Yeah. That's just in the back of her mind. So, it's like that's her perspective. Uh huh. And I agree. Matt yeah. can't really 
press her and be like, no, without revealing I am Daredevil and I knew all these things, which makes him a piece of shit anyway, because that's why he not. It doesn't make him a piece of shit to us, but it doesn't help the situation with her. So, oh, you're lying to me about that. Well, what else was you listening on? Oh, were you using me to get to the crown? You know what I'm saying? It's a slippery slope. And she's that's what he was doing. He's. He means well. But because she doesn't understand the details, it seems like you're trying to fucking control me and decide, yeah. make all these decisions where, like, my nigga, you, I was, we was just a fling. I have a, I have kids and I'm in a whole marriage, and yeah, I was wrong, but that doesn't mean you could tell me what to do. All I, all that makes sense. I'm just saying that this is also just like kind of a tropey type of star- like story. The fact that she doesn't know that he's Daredevil is, is just like a thing like women go through in these comics where they get to assert their independence because they are just unaware that this guy is living a double life and legitimately just trying to protect them from information they are not aware of. It's just... uh, But it was that mixed with the whole... I'm, I'm not more, saying it's bad. It was bad. deeper just, than that. It was... I'm not nah, saying bro, it's bad, it but I'm just saying... That. I'm like, this is the least interesting part of this issue. It's not interesting to you because you're not... Uh, well, no, I'm not going to tell you why. You, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I believe... That maybe it just, I don't know. There's plenty. I'm. There's plenty of things that I don't give a shot because I want to have the certain mindset, and then I think about it later when I'm not hating, and I'm like, all right, I see where they're coming. Well, I'm from. not mad at it at all. I'm just saying this is the least part, least interesting part to me. Fair I've enough. seen this kind of story before. You know, like this is she's. This is the most like uh, if there's anything, and it's not done bad. It's not like a thing. I'm I'm just making a little note. But off of the dynamic, it's not a of big deal. Cheat, like this I'm was annoyed. someone she had an affair with. This no, I'm isn't not saying, I'm not like saying her why, boyfriend or someone she's seeing. You're misinterpreting what I'm saying. I'm oh, not saying right. like why is she not fawning over Daredevil. That's not what I'm saying either. Yeah, I know. She's I'm not saying his that's boyfriend. why she took that position and why this is different. No, I'm not from, mad at her position. I'm just saying this is in terms of the story. The type of story this is. Wife cheats on her no, husband with dude, a superhero. The whole, like, That's pretty unique she's, to me. She's lashing out to him because she doesn't know that he's Daredevil and legitimately trying to protect her. But he can't tell her he's dare, she's Daredevil because of all these things. No, she's mad because she came over with the intent no, to I know have a conversation about them and yeah. maybe to fuck some more and say maybe this is the last time I got to get on with my life or maybe we could continue just doing this and you'll be my escape. And he made it completely not about that and try to make decisions for her. No, I'm not saying that she's wrong That's for just saying her that. Perspective, I'm, saying. I'm just saying outside of all of this, like the narrative is something mm-hmm. I've seen before and that's that's what I don't care. I'm not saying... Whenever I say something negative about something, it's just like little mental notes and they're not that big of a deal. This doesn't ruin the series for me at no. all. It's just a little mental note. But... uh yeah, that's so all Mindy's I'm saying. It's not the worst thing. It's not the worst <laughs> thing in the world. I'm not like, blah, 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 you know, but I'm, I'm just like, yeah. She kind of OD'd. I mean, I, but I, I, I know that's not even the point you're making. It's tried and true trope in a series that's kind of breaking barriers. Yeah, right now. I mean, and you know, it's not it. even that bad. It's well written. That's uh, that's all I'm saying. I'm just saying this is not my favorite part of this, this issue. It's just kind of boring. It sucks because it 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 kind of was for me. I mean, I'm not saying it's wrong. I, I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm not you saying know, it's I wrong. I think I internalized this. Not our, not our conversation, but this situation. Because I've had my girlfriend really make me look stupid. Like, make me feel stupid but in times where I thought I had shit figured out. And it just... 
maybe that's what it was. Maybe I just related to the scene in a super personal way. So I found it. So it touched me. And I really. So when you said when you was kind of just not interested, I was just kind of like, what? No, I this, mean, I've seen this, this story before. Such and that's a why life thing. But I, I get, I get it. it. No, it's if I had seen this similar situation across multiple different comics, I probably wouldn't had that reaction either. Yeah. I get it. I'm I, glad we I'm glad I, I understand. Right. Yeah, I understand. What you're yeah. saying, Right. All right. Um. Yeah. Back to. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> back to mob <Yeah>. shit. <laughs> Hammerhead visits uh, Izzy, and she's uh, she's like, "You want to you want to squat up?" And he's like, "Yeah." Well, I, basically, I've always thought you were cool. I thought you were always cool too. <laughs> Let's be friends. Um. Yeah, she's like, "Yeah, you don't gotta sell me any." Uh, this nigga I was wilding, and uh, we could team up. I respect your shit. Yeah. Cool. Detective Cole <laughs> decides to go super cop on these uh, hoodlums. Oh, yeah. And, and they see somebody a beating guy. up a yeah, fake daredevil guy. And instead of trying to arrest him, he gives him a pat on the back and says, all right, we got it from there. Peace. Yeah. Thank you for Peace helping out. out. Go back home. Take a shower or an ice bath, maybe. Um, <laughs> daredevil is on the roof like, hmm. I sent you girlfriend who always appears in every series. I mean, yeah. Ho- hoodie, hoodie, daredevil, hoodie, daredevil, like hoodie mellow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they spar. Brian knows. They spar a little bit. So do you, Chris. And, uh, you know, they're like, want to help me take down the governor? And Electra's like, yeah. And that's what he No, no, no. Time out. We're going to. Oh, shit. Wait. Nah. I like what he says. Daredevil literally says something that I've had in my mind for a while, which was like with most superheroes. And he was like, man, most of my career, I've been taking down petty criminals and like these, you know, superhero criminals, all you know, supervillains. But he's talking about like, I'm tired of like, Picking on the people who are just like you know doing what doing whatever they can to survive, and like like the reason there are like people that need to rob others and do all this crazy shit is because of how society is at the moment. For you know, for too long didn't read. That's the main point. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm tired of taking my frustration out on these people. I'm I'm ready to cut the shit out the fucking source. Let's kill the governor. Yeah. <laughs> Did he say kill? No. But okay. he said, I'm going to take down. Let's governor. take down the governor. Yeah. I was like, thank you. Now you got to go out. <laughs> eh. All right. My only problem is that he uses the word politician. And it's like, yeah, there are crooked politicians. But being a politician doesn't make you crooked inherently. It's why are they crooked? They're crooked because they're taking money from people to pass laws that don't benefit the general population. That's what makes you crooked. So no, my friend, it's not the governor you need to take out. You need to kill all the CEOs of all the major corporations and impress their family and say, if y'all don't sell everything now, I'm murdering every fucking body. Yeah. But yeah, I guess you can start <laughs> with the governor. <laughs> I mean, you know, this governor is crooked and keeping the cops out of Hell's Kitchen, so he's got to deal with that. No, you're right. You're right. You get, it's one step at a time. One step at a time. Yeah. At least he's moving up. Yeah, uh, that's uh, that was Daredevil. Very fun series. Uh, we always get into deep convos when we talk when we talk Daredevil. So so good, so thought provoking, man. Hell yeah, dude! And I'm happy. I thought it was gonna be real. Like I don't know why, but at first I thought this was gonna be a very uh, uh, Blue Lives Matter type of situation, and it's <laughs> definitely not. Yeah, there's no way Marvel's doing a Blue Lives Matter situation. Comic Thank book writers, for the most part, are pretty. Yeah, liberal. they're pretty liberal. Yeah, yeah, for 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 the most part. But uh, the creative it, thinkers, you know, that could think for themselves. Yeah, dude, are usually hell liberal, yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, but with that being said, Brian, my hero academia. <laughs>
Oh. We didn't cover that shit yet? No, man. We've been talking about a lot of different things. Oh, my God. This is a, this is a very long short week, guys. Chapter. Short chapter, though. Chapter 252, The Unforgiven. Um, he, uh, everybody saved. Uh, Deku and the kids apparently took down the uh, ending. And uh, everybody's like, yeah, we did it. And uh, Deep Convo uh, strikes. Uh, basically, Endeavor's like, when you when I stumbled, you stepped in quick to pick up the slack. You defeated a villain quicker than I did. Congratulations, kid. Uh, he uh, the reason he hesitated is uh, in that moment he couldn't help but think how about about how he say if he saved him, then he wouldn't feel he was afraid Natsuo would be too grateful or like feel too bad about standing up to him and calling him on his shit. And After being saved, right? Like, oh, how are you going to talk shit when I saved you? Yeah, it's, I had to read this more than once to kind of understand what he meant by that. Because yeah. it came off weird with the mm-hmm. writing. And, but uh, I do understand, yeah. Basically, he's like, believe it or not, I never wanted to neglect any of you. But all I could do was dodge uh, responsibility and blame others. And with Toya too, I might as well have killed himself. So Endeavor does blame himself for killing his kid. Sheesh, yeah. And, uh, you know, Natsuo doesn't really buy that shit. You know, he's just like, he's, he, it'd be a cold day now before he ever forgives him. Yeah, he's basically saying, big talk, buddy. What, like, you yeah, know? I'm, I can't forgive you because I'm not as caring as Shoto, but Endeavor's like, yeah, but you care about your sister and your mom, so you're pretty fucking, you're pretty fucking caring. You, you even are caring. Like, <laughs> you sat here with me at dinner table just because you cared about Fuyumi, so you're pretty caring. Um. So uh, he's like, you don't have to forgive me. I'm not looking for forgiveness, just atonement. Which is really uh, pretty cool. <laughs> it's yeah, a, man. It's a good philosophy. You don't have to be forgiven necessarily in order to atone for the most part. You know, it's... Uh, he, he Endeavor's not... He, he doesn't expect his family to forgive him, but he's just trying to make it up for himself so he can... He, because he fucking blames himself for his kid's loss. Yeah, and if you got somebody that really is beating themselves up to that point and feels like they have a mission to make to themselves to atone for something, I think that also lends itself to be much easier to forgive said person, you know? Because what are you going to do? Be mad because somebody stepped on your sneakers for the rest of your fucking life? <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. I, I mean, obviously, that's not the, it's, it wasn't a slight like that. Although, for the kingpin, it wouldn't be. It would be either or. It wouldn't make a difference. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh, in a quick moment, we find out that Bakugo has kept, picked a superhero name, but we don't know it in this chapter. Um, Fuck you, Deku. I'm not saying it while you're around. I you too, Shoto. <laughs> I thought you were going to say his hero name was Fuck you, Deku. <laughs> <laughs> no. It should be. His hero name is Fuck you, Deku. Uh, okay, so and the chapter ends with uh, Endeavor found a way so he can atone to his family and, uh, you know, and try to make things right. Basically, he's been building a house for his entire family to live in, and including his mom, so his mom can move in with the kids, and he'll just stay in the house that they that they're in now alone. Damn, death flags. He's not gonna die yet, <laughs> but it's sad. No, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say yes. You are absolutely right, Brian. I I would go ahead and bet the most money on it. He is going to die in that house in an epic fight. Hopefully, he don't just get assassinated. If he does, it's he's not gonna soon. die in that house. There's gonna be a what that what because I'm you're smart. You're smarter than this too, bro. 
what that what the author what that meant was the author telling us that yeah okay so when a situation happens you don't have to be like oh where's the rest of your family yet there we, we I'm letting you know that they're separate from Endeavor so whatever happens to him in his home doesn't affect his family that's what I'm being told right now that's what I told also third time's the charm right first time he got targeted in public second time he got targeted in public oh no because he he counted the target in public with the mirror guy when it wasn't the mirror guy. What? I said mirror guy. The wizard. When he said, when he thought about being targeted, his mind went back to like that wizard guy, not the fucking Nomu. So if you think about it, it was three times already. Well, yeah, I have no, I don't doubt that he's going to die in this house. I'm just saying it's not going to yeah, happen anytime soon. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, I'm not saying that, oh, it's going to happen next chapter. I just, yes, that is going to be where he dies. Yeah. If that's the house he's talking about, where he's going to stay alone. Yeah, that's, that's the <laughs> Todoroki household. Okay, yeah, 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 that's going to be his funeral site. I mean, his grave. Yeah. Um, that was My Hero Academia, very sad and deep. Uh, and short. <laughs> poor Endeavor is going to live out the rest of his life alone. Uh, what a foreseeable future. Depressing. Uh, but that's how. Uh, that was a really good chapter, though. Yeah, it was great. Oh God, it thirteen was... thirteen pages went by like it was really slow, and it felt like I was more than there was. Um, I, I want to make sure of something. He, it's not confirmed or anything that he raped the mom, right? That's just what people did kind of. No, he just it was an arranged to... marriage, essentially. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, it was eh, like so they no. could be domestic. No, no because it 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 is revealed that like she his mom does have some kind of feelings for him. Okay, or okay. She, but it was an arranged marriage but not in the way like only in the way that It he, was handpicked for to make the best quirk for a child. Like but yeah. they did like each other. So maybe it was cool at first and then shit started getting more and more yeah, intense. Yeah, things got more intense. And, and then because it was built on a on a shaky foundation to begin with, which is a No, I don't think Endeavor raped his wife. Okay. Just no, just make it sure cuz that's why everyone was so mad and it was like, "No, don't don't let him be redeemed because they thought he was a rapist." I don't think he raped his wife. Yeah, I don't think he'd be a fucking hero. <laughs> you know uh, what I'm saying? It's like the NFL where you can where violate you can your just, wife and you just be a fucking field. monster and also. Hey, and listen, listen. If these CEOs can still make money, go ahead and let these domestic violence ass niggas pull up and, and play the sport. That ain't got nothing to do with me, honestly. Hell yeah, morals, dude. That ain't got nothing to do with me. If these owners can make money raping these players, then <laughs> shit. Do your thing, homie. You yeah, then hurt these wife. women. Yeah, uh, if she want to <laughs> stay with you, nigga, and not press charges, then that's all her. Sure. Brian randomizes. <laughs> Dr. Stone. Uh, is this the last one? Yes, it yes. is. Jesus Christ. Uh, this is Dr. Stone, chapter 131, Nasty Crimes. Um, basically, big fight between Moz and um, and this guy and uh, fucking The big fight Shoga. that I didn't know I was anticipating until... <laughs> Until just now, like, oh, wow. Hyoga was buck wild, smashes the shit out of Hyoga. Yeah, it's not like he one hit KOs Hyoga or anything like that, but he <laughs> he shows Hyoga I'm not here to play. Yeah, and in so many pages and issues, uh, pages, uh, the other girl, um, I forget her name, I'm sorry. It's just like the, the Kirasame. I don't like to wear underwear. Kirasame. Kirasame. Uh, she's, she basically figures out through. I let my um, buns flow, Same. <laughs> I let my buns throw, flow, Same. Um, she basically figures out that after Ibarra basically commands her, is like, hey, throw the fucking petrification device over the whole island. She's like, why? There's still people on that. <laughs> you dick. 
She's like, nah. Wait a minute. That? Did you forget that those people stood there? Wait a minute. Are you really getting your orders from the master? <laughs> and um, that's when uh, Taiju and the rest of the crew shows up. Right with, on time. With the master completely in stone. In the middle of like, that conversation. And John Jafar is just like, fuck. One meter. One second. I guess he can time the... Uh, yeah, I think he had just adjusted it. Yeah, the machine is able yeah. to adjust so the uh, you can decide the range of the blast and how long it's a, it's on. And uh, he essentially makes it just big enough for Kurosame to turn into stone. And um, basically, as he's about to use it on the rest of them, Yo sh- comes in with the clutch, shoots straight through his hand. And uh, a straight hole. Yeah. It was, the shot was so fast and clean that he didn't even have the time to get to feel pain. He was more upset that he dropped the device. <laughs> yeah, he dropped the petrification <laughs> dro- uh, device into the Before water. Before even saying ow, he said no. And that's. Ah. <laughs> that's what, that's what ah. we're going to pick up with next week. He's going to be like, no. Ah, my hand. Ah. Ow. He's not even going to care about the machine anymore. He's going to worry about the gaping hole in his fucking hand. Fucking ow, dude. God thought, damn it. I thought this was non-lethal. Magic. <laughs> <laughs> Magic. Magic. <laughs> uh, but that was Dr. Stone. A yeah. uh, pretty good issue overall. Uh, we're coming to the climax, I imagine. Um, and I think Up that's our... Up Yeah. And that's our show. Hell yeah. Thank you guys so much for joining us, as Ooh, usual. Thanks for sticking around. Woo. This was a lot. This is a lot. This was bigger than I anticipated. And I anticipated a big episode. But... Uh, Happy 35th, everyone. <laughs> so, thank you guys for following. You can follow us on uh, the Instagram and the Twitters at the Chris Espinal, at JD Cole underscore 37, at B-D-O-T-E-S-P. Um, follow the show at New Jump City on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with your thoughts, your questions, suggestions, anything. Um, check, especially follow us on Twitter for the Twitter poll where you decide what the fuck we're going to cover after Promise Neverland ends. Um, find us on iTunes and uh, please rate us five stars. We can use it for the algorithm. Spotify, YouTube, we got that. Um, I think that's it, right? All right. Yeah, that is it. No, f- so Apple Podcast. <laughs> so fun and no fun. Mondays at No Fun Bar. Please come by. Good night, everybody. Peace.